Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Thank you for checking out this week's WATP. I also want to invite you to go check out Good Times, Great Movies. I just recorded an episode with my buddy Doug and Jamie. And if you like Back to the Future 2 or just enjoy people talking about Back to the Future 2, who doesn't, then that's a show that I invite you to check out. Go uh, go check out their feed and you will find the most recent episode of Good Times, Great Movies. Carl loves me. This guy is just a, you know, a, really a Charlie Brown comic of podcasting. I'm the Charlie Brown of podcasting. That might be our new tagline. That ain't a massage chair. It's just full of cockroaches. See? Episode 263. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has also never been to Europe either. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me this week, two losers who do a show out of their mother's basement and don't even possess the talent to do a show with their own content they make fun of other more successful people from Revenge of the Sith. Welcome, both Mersh and Royce. What is happening, fellas? What up? What up, man? I'm still blown away by it. It's like Carl said last time when he was on our show. He's just been watching too much John because that impression has gotten frightened. Oh, the, the losers! <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course the link to our Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Coming up in a couple of days, we'll be recording with Vinny Paulino another episode of Who Are These Creeps? Episode 2 of that crossover event. Also go to watplive.com to get your tickets for Chicago, August 28th. Can't wait to see everybody out there. And we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Vic will be on later today to read reviews, and she has a big announcement for everybody. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called The Howard Stern Show. We have all listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Howard Stern, Robin Quivers, and Ronnie Mund. Uh, guys, I uh, assume you were fans of The Howard Stern Show back in the day. Are Is this a local show? I've never heard of it. You've Where did they well, broadcast? It's out in New York. Did he ah. replace Ron and Ron? Or, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I've been, maybe I've heard of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was more of an ONA guy as I got older, but uh, yeah, I would say age 12 to like 15, I was probably, that was like the thing I would sneak in the morning before school. I had his books. I had Miss America. I had Private Parts. I went to go see Private Parts. So yeah, I was a stern mark. I listened to it, but not like religiously, like, you know, you know, on the way to school or something in the car. Like I wasn't 
big on that. I was I was more of a when I was younger, more of a Neil Rogers, which is a local guy down here and stuff like that. That's what I would listen to. Or Ron and Ron when they were down here. Yeah, I lived in out east Long Island, so we didn't get a lot of the good stations. So I actually went to a Radio Shack. I'm kind of showing my age with that one. And I bought a the remember the antenna wire that you could buy? Sure. You could buy like feet of it. Like, you know, so I bought like a huge spool of antenna wire and my entire seal like pretty much like like a square around my whole ceiling was all antenna wire just so I could get the New that's York actually, City stations. That's actually how Casey gets the internet. <laughs> so Yeah, okay. I didn't know you could do that, but cool. Yeah, it's interesting. All right, so I want to start off by saying Stern was off for two weeks. You know, we had the Memorial Day weekend. He's got a two-week vacation. He's got a lot of vacation, this guy. Good good on him. He, he does three days a week. He does a show that's about four hours long. So he comes back after two weeks of vacation. And I will say, as an ex-fan of the Howard Stern Show, I would look forward to the days, the Monday mornings when he would come back. What happened over the weekend? Let's get caught up. Let's get caught up on the news and I was interested to hear what they're going to be talking about. They started off talking about Robin wanted to throw a going away party for Ronnie Mund because Ronnie is, quote unquote, retiring to Las Vegas. Now, Ronnie's a 71 year old man. He's uh, Howard's limo driver turned security guard. Not a lot for him to do these days because Howard broadcasts out of his house. Nobody goes into Sirius, I don't think. I don't think anyone's going into the building anymore. Uh, I think I think think from what i've heard i think there are a couple like producers and stuff that put it through the serious thing uh but yeah no the, the main cast usually isn't there yeah they gotta all... love that howard's not there anymore oh they gotta love it now they don't have to clear out the hallway when he's leaving or, or arriving or wear suits for their twenty six thousand dollar a year job well that that's actually a that's a marcy turk thing <laughs> between I, you and I also me i want to point out that he's broadcasting illegally from his home studio in florida yeah uh, i, 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 I I do want to get into that in a second. Let me start off with just some clips talking about uh, this. Well, before, I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, but before we even get into the Ronnie Munn thing, because I actually listened. You sent me some clips, and mm -hmm. I was listening to the episodes, so I wrote little notes here. Uh, I bef Before the Ronnie Munn thing, I was, inf I was infuriated by the fact that Howard still uses that American Nightmare song <laughs> as his yes. theme. Yes. Like he's this, like, man, he, like he's this terrifying threat to the status quo. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, the balls on this guy. He should be opening up with something a little easy listening, maybe, adult contemporary. Yes, I know. I, it's funny, like, James Taylor comes to mind. Like, that would probably be a better selection. Yeah. It's like, call me the American Nightmare. I'm friends with Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I hang out with Oprah. And you're like, wow, that's really, you're a rebel. Yeah, you should be coming out to Steve Winwood or something. <laughs> yes, I am friends with Barack Obama. Okay, I guess. That's pretty... Badass, dude. Well, now that you brought that up, I have to talk about uh, early on in this episode, we get into playing records with Grandpa is a segment that I call. And he's talking about this Bruce Springsteen song. Oh, my God. Tougher what? Than now the Last. that's a rock and roll song. <laughs> what? <laughs> listen, to, listen to Howard. What Yeah, I know. Props to Gary Delabate, who's the biggest Bruce Springsteen fan, for kind of calling Howard out on this one. What, Gary? The, the, the reason I know you love this song is because this, I believe this is like the third or fourth time you've done this rap on this song. You fucking yeah. love it's, this song. It's beyond, this song is beyond perfect. Wow. So Gary's telling him, like, Howard, we've done this segment multiple times. 
Everyone knows you like this song. And Howard just puts his head down and says, whatever, we're doing it again. There's a little there's a little more context to it, too, because if you can listen at the end when he goes, I just love this song, and Gary goes, wow. Like, he's the big <laughs> Springsteen fan, and even he's trying to go, like, yeah, this song kind of sucks, though. Yeah, because like, listen, <laughs> listen to Howard break down even the lead guitar part in this song. Even the lead is like, you almost think you could play it, but you can't. I know a thousand people who can play that lead part. It is not a yeah. difficult part at all. And Howard's like, even this lead part's amazing. It's not. I it's like how, that. It's like it's like you're stuck. Like you know when your when your parents tell you just be nice to your grandfather. He's old. Just yeah. a yes. Bit. That's what the show is. It's like listen to this riff, man. I can't play that. No, I know Howard. I too can't play guitar. What, <laughs> what is your point? And also, I, I Springsteen sucks. I know that's not a popular opinion, but I fucking hate Bruce Springsteen. I agree. I mean, he's uh, overrated. This guy only sings about factories and rundown places when he's never had a real job in his life. So no wonder Howard likes him. They're the same person. That's a good Glory point. Days and Born, <laughs> Glory Days and Born to Run are good songs. No. I stand by that. <laughs> Glory Days is an important song. It's important to our show. <laughs> so this is a segment of Listening to Records with Grandpa where he wants to play this live David Bowie thing. And it's the least impressive thing David Bowie's ever done. Howard's not prepared to play it at the right part, and he doesn't point out the right things. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but uh, listen to this. Mm -hmm. And listen when he gets to the chorus, the way he sings it. It's fucking brilliant. Listen to this. You know, he's doing his thing. Here, I'll fast forward to the chorus, though. Listen to this. That's really incredible. Yes. I love I love Robbins. Yes. It, 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 let me tell you, this sounds like when you have a friend who's into a local band that only they like and that's all they play. You're like, okay, you know, that's great. Amy, can we put like Guns N' Roses on or something? This is getting, this is getting really ridiculous. I, I really want to just do this on ROTC from now on. Just drive the fans nuts by doing a whole hour of like, man, now this is a song, man. Turn this one up. Oh, you guys should just listen to Fish guitar solos for 45 minutes straight. <laughs> They're really exploring the room with this one, guys. Check this out. And the the, the lyric was like, uh, all the young dudes. You know, it's just kind of like a throwaway thing you do when you're live and you have a whole chorus of people singing the chorus for you. And he's like, this is brilliant. This is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. And Rob's like, oh, sure. Okay. It's a magical moment. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, and then Robin notoriously does not prep for the show. And she's not even doing the news segment anymore, which she didn't really prep for that either. But at least she had a job. Now there's nothing that she does on the show except for it gives someone one that Howard can look at while he's talking. Is pretty much what Robin's role is. She didn't. She didn't prep for the show back in the '90s when right. it was in its prime. So I can only imagine now. <laughs> she can't be just... bothered with it. No. Howard's talking about the former CEO of Sirius, who was Robin's boss for years, retired and bought an Indy car that just won the Indy 500. Jim Meyer's car won the whole Indy 500. Oh my goodness. 
You didn't know this? No. I told you this. <laughs> no. I didn't tell you this? You were busy yelling at me about having a party. You didn't tell yeah. me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was like, I told you this. Like, that was the one thing I told you about. We were going to talk about it. She's like, I, I have no idea. Uh, who's, yeah, I don't who's know. this guy, Jim Myers? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah, you know, just the fact that she gives him nothing. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Just, <laughs> this is like listening to a married couple that's staying together for the kids, but, man, they have been done with each other for a long time. Well, a married couple is actually a good example because Robin's in it for the money at this point. But she's got <laughs> nothing else going on. They are just cashing checks. Like her, Gary. I saw the... The house that Gary's putting up for sale in Connecticut, somebody sent that to me. Holy shit, is that a nice house? He's earned it. I didn't realize that he was like in that crew of the people making just bank. Because you never know who's yeah. actually getting paid on this show. He started a while back, yeah, because honestly, he's he deserves it. He's the only one that's just taking a beating in that place. Oh. And, and he's the only one who works. You might be right about that. And it was funny because they're, they're uh, goofing on him for drinking scotch for some reason. And I got to give Gary credit here because he's kind of like, what the fuck are we talking about? I've told you I like scotch like 15 years ago. We've talked about this before. Oh, Gary's into fine scotch now. And he's, he's got a group of people who discuss scotch. I mean, it fucking drives me crazy. He joined a Facebook group. I'll give yeah, you two yeah. glasses up. It, I don't know. This scotch doesn't really satisfy my sophisticated palate. Nope. It oh, doesn't go with my semi-sweet chocolate that I keep in the freezer. Right. I prefer. <laughs> yeah, I prefer. When he prefers something, it drives me crazy. <laughs> I prefer. So what I notice about this show is they're trying to recreate magic from yes, past exactly. years. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what I was going to say, too. It's just this, hey, we'll just get in here and riff like the old days. Right. And there's no energy, and they're not even in the same room. Yeah, and, and they, they're not even riffing on things that are interesting. Like, it used to goof on his teeth or his appearance, and, and they could like get into it, and Jackie was funny, and Fred. And now they're like, you like drinking scotch? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, look, Scotch, both. Like, both, okay. full on Scotch. Remember that bit from fucking 30 years ago? And you know, and can, 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 I, can I tell you the, the balls on Howard to be like, oh, you like Scotch? That's so stupid. Says the guy who, after he leaves for two week vacation, talks about how fluffy his crepes were. Like, you know, this guy's yeah. been so out of touch for so long. Hey, you know, Robin, they're, uh, they're like little uh, tiny pancakes <laughs> that you get. Uh, it's really good. Oh, wow. Tiny pancakes. So Holy then shit. Michael Rappaport calls in. Thank God. There's some oh. comic relief that comes in. Because Boy, Michael Rappaport hates us. Does he really? Oh, yeah. Yeah we, yeah, we got into him with him famously. Oh, okay. He, I, I can check that he out. He had somebody pretend to be his son and start DMing me that uh, that he was going to beat us up. This is for real. Like, <laughs> this is crazy shit, right? The thing that Rap likes to do is goof on Gary, but... Rappaport's actually kind of funny about it when he busts people's balls, so he calls in after the scotch talk. One of the reasons why, like, the gentleman who just called before and so many of the listeners are so offended by Gary talking about a fucking scotch master, a scotch expert coming to his house is, yeah. why is there never a producer master coming to the house? Why right. is there never anybody sort of bringing, you know, anything yeah. to the to the table about the show, why he's there. 
So I appreciate Rappaport's uh, ball busting personally. If you guys have a personal I, gripe, I him. no, no, no. It's not even a personal gripe, but he's breaking the balls of the only guy there who works. Like this bit <laughs> probably would have been funny twenty years ago, <laughs> but Gary's the only one still putting any effort into his job anymore. Well, they have a giant staff over there, a giant staff of writers and producers and who knows what. And one of the things that these guys do is they have these characters that are the opposite of the character. So they have a guy named Nice Michael Rappaport call in while Rap is on the show. And props to Rappaport. He gives him nothing. This bit dies on the vine, which, <laughs> which it deserves. Hey, yo, Rappaport, don't talk shit about my man Gary. You better keep your fucking mouth shut, you pasty ginger fuck you. <laughs> All right, there he is. <laughs> this is going great. Uh, I, am, I am uncomfortable. Dude, let, me, yeah. let me let me just say, Carl, if you did a bit like that and it, and it landed like that, I wouldn't let you get away with right. it, much less Howard Stern. I would be like, "What the fuck?" And then you and then you just put it up like it was good. <laughs> the hell, were you thinking? The uncomfortable laughter after that, where. Robin and Howard are they go, huh? yeah, that's funny, right? Guys, everyone agrees that's funny. Like, all right, get this guy off the phone. Nah, move it on. Why doesn't he then why doesn't he just stick with his new format of like having like, you know, uh fucking having like Johnny Knoxville in and, and talking to him for an hour and pretending like they have anything in common? Wasn't that the thing Howard was doing? Wasn't he pivoting for a while to like, you know, oh, look at this Dave Grohl interview. Well, you say Johnny Knoxville, that would actually make too much sense because people who are Howard Stern fans might also like Johnny Knoxville. For a while, he was only having on celebrities that no one who's a Howard Stern fan would possibly get a fuck about. Like, I don't need to hear Jules' new song. I'm I'm good on that. I don't need to hear Jules' old songs. (laughs) (laughs) She got her teeth fixed. God bless her. But it's, it's enough already. Let's get back to the Ronnie thing real quick. So this is oh these... yeah. Sorry, oh, God. I got sidetracked. The, the Ronnie thing. Oh, the Ronnie thing. I'm I have notes on. That. I'm so mad about the Ronnie thing. So he starts off the show talking about Robin wants to do have a party for Ronnie because he's he's retiring. He's going to to Las Vegas, and uh, there's no way Howard's going to participate in a get together. But I'm not. I'm right off the bat. I'm telling you, I don't know where you're having this party, but I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not at that point yet. Uh, I know of a guy, I swear to God, I know of a guy double vaccinated just died of COVID. Double vaccinated. And you say, well, how's that possible? He had, he was compromised. But not like like not majorly compromised, but he did have an underlying health issue. Is I'm sorry, edgy, edgy boy, edgy boy Howard Stern is still worried about going out in public like he's Howard fucking Hughes. This is the saddest thing, right? Like the stuff he used to do. And now he's like, I can't go to a party. He's compromised. Howard, you don't have fucking AIDS. Right, right. This is the thing that's so crazy about Howard Stern is that he preaches to everyone how to live their life. And he's the worst at living his life. He's still afraid of the outdoors. Yeah, I know. And how many years of therapy and and meditation and 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 gurus has he hired? Like he's invested a lot of money into not being an agoraphobic weirdo. Yeah, and he's still an agoraphobic weirdo. Right. And this isn't even worse. like a big. This isn't even like a thing that like is shocking. Like, because he never went to things unless he was getting paid. Like Howard never went to anything. But it is kind of shitty, right? Like they've milked Ronnie for 
a long time. Yeah. They've gotten a lot of content out of Ronnie. And my problem is when I was when I was listening to this segment, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, I'm not there yet as far as like COVID, which is like whatever. But my part that really made me angry about this was his complaining about Ronnie. And I don't know if you have a clip of that when he says like, uh, like because Robin's like, yeah, you know, like he's been around a long time. You know, we love Ronnie. We can have a little party for him. And then like Howard starts going off on this thing about like, oh, you know, he was my driver and then he wanted to be a star and I created a monster. And like, I think he's trying to trying to be funny. But he just sounds like he's complaining about how Ronnie, they started going to scores. And then, like, like he gets, Howard gets really mad when people who work for him try to do anything outside yes. of the show. Yeah, any any level of success, he gets very upset about. Except for Robin, for some reason. He's always supported everything that Robin does. But well, because her, her success is directly linked to him. Like, he yeah. knows, like, Robin will never be anything without him. But some of these other ones do little side things. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Well, here's an example of that. And I feel like Howard Stern, and like you said, maybe he's trying to be funny, but I feel like he comes off as just unlikable the way he talks about Roddy here. What are your hobbies? I mean, you got to get some hobbies if you're going to be retired. At least with me, you're driving me around. I kept you busy doing security. You come to the show. I mean. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, hey, listen, I loved it. Believe me. I know. I made you a star. I know you did. Hey, yeah. I'm not Ew. saying. I'm not saying no. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it. I made you a star is a weird thing to say to somebody. Yeah, and this isn't, I, I don't think this is like, the other parts were him trying to be funny. This just feels like, uh, I don't know, man. This feels so bitter and shitty. Like, Yeah, he's saying you owe me. Ronnie, you fucking owe me, motherfucker. I own you. He's been yeah. there for like 30 years. You can't just be like, man, good for you, dude. Go off, enjoy, play some golf, go fuck around, get your dick sucked. Enjoy life. He wants people to just be with him until they die. Like, he, that's how he's been with everybody, right? Like, yeah. he doesn't want any enjoy anything outside of his little world. Well, the other thing about this that's crazy is I stopped listening to Howard Stern over a year ago. Nothing has changed. He was complaining about Ronnie retiring to Las Vegas for segments at a time back then. He's still doing it. He milks these segments. And I forgot, going back and listening to Stern again, I forgot how slow this show is. It takes so long for anything to unfold. Everything I listen to nowadays is just quick. Things move. We get to parts and segments and talking points. This show is just like, hey, so Ronnie's going to Vegas, and they just dwell on it for an hour. Yeah, and I mean, if you compare it to the old Howard Stern when they had the E! show and they were at K-Rock, you know, that show sort of like, you know, Howard takes all the credit for being, oh, just, I was so great. But a lot of the Howard Stern Show content came from just the busy hub that K-Rock was right. back in the day and, and, and the E! Show and just all the shit that happened to be going on in that building and around it that they were able to, like, kind of take advantage of. So, like, the old Howard Stern Show, that place was just insane with energy back in the day. Because there's, like, a whole staff running around, and, you know, everybody was just flying by the seat of their pants, and there would be, like, rock bands hanging out, and, like, Tupac in the hallway, and, you know, <laughs> you'd have, like, interns leaving to go overdose on drugs. Like, it was great. And then now it's just this weird, like, 
It's like it's like they moved to a medical office in San Diego. <laughs> They're in the waiting room. Show. Yeah, and it's like this is boring. <laughs> Some shows are made to be played in a waiting room. He's actually recording it from a waiting room. They're just yeah. looking, they're just looking at Highlights magazine. Shoot and just to, just to point out what a bitter fuck Howard is, right, Royce? If if you and I uh, built a huge media empire like Stern to the point where we were able to count like half a dozen to a dozen people who have done so well working underneath us that they were able to retire comfortably, wouldn't that make you feel proud? Like, wouldn't you feel good? Like, wow, man, not only did we do so good, but people who worked for us were able to make a nice life for themselves and, and, and ride off into the sunset. Like, if somebody was like, hey, I'm retiring, I wouldn't be just sitting there all bitter. Like, I can't believe you're leaving. What a piece of shit. Leaving at 71 years old? What an asshole. He's a sociopath. And, you know, you said he sounds like he's doing a show out of San a medical center in San Jose. No, it sounds like he's doing a show in a cul-de-sac in Boca Raton, Florida. <laughs> Which is more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it Boca? It, well, it's West Palm, close enough. Okay, I was gonna say Boca is even. Oh, spicy Florida talk happening now. That's what I. Yeah. That's why I tuned into ROTC. Mm -hmm. We have all the local Florida <laughs> stuff. You know, keep it local, Carl. You know how it is in radio. Gotta yeah, keep it local. Weather and traffic on the nines. Weather and traffic. <laughs> Tune in. Uh, so this is the craziest part, though, because I remember a year ago, and they're going, I can't believe Ryan's going to retire. He's going to miss the show. What's he going to do? He has His life is nothing without me. And then they say this. I'm a little mad at Ronnie, too. I mean, I'm angry Why? with him for leaving me. I get that way. I don't like when people I leave know. me. Yeah. I get really angry. So I'm angry with Ronnie. So, I mean, but he's not leaving, leaving. No, he's still going to be on our show and everything, but I don't like the idea of him leaving New York. He's still on the She's not even retiring. How is that going anywhere? He doesn't see anybody, and he's mad that this guy wants to go live in Vegas instead of in New York? Why? Why does he care? He, he's angry that his usual guy isn't going to be driving him around, getting his coffees and clearing hallways for him. That's what it is. <laughs> but well, is, because he, is he going to go back to work? He doesn't want to develop any new relationships, right? That's true. So that, I think, is the biggest thing with Howard. He has his people, and any new person that may replace him, he would have to actually talk to them and be a human being, and he doesn't want to do that. So this next part I'm going to play is some serious projecting because Howard starts ragging on Ronnie for the friends that Ronnie has made and the guys that he'll be hanging out with when he moves out to Vegas. He, so there's a group of guys in Vegas who are wealthy, Yes. Who have who have befriended Ronnie? And wait, wait, wait. To a lot of First of, hold on. They're not all wealthy. Let's put it that way. Okay. Not, well. Okay. They're comfortable. Whatever. They're, yeah. They're, now that yeah. you joined, they're, they're not all. No, wealthy. they're normal. <laughs> people. They're normal people. Yeah, I know. There's one guy. Normal have, people. There's who one have, guy who who is very wealthy. Well, not very. Yeah, I guess he's very wealthy. Yeah, and he takes you to a whole bunch of shit. Gets you. I'm right on stage with Aerosmith. I, no, I know no, all about no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, okay, that's not the okay. guy who got that. No, that's uh, not the whatever. Guy. Well, there's a group of guys who, you know, they truck Ronnie around with them. He's in <laughs> yeah. with the in crowd. He's finally like in with the in crowd. That's Howard Stern. He's finally in with the in crowd. Like you guys were talking about at the beginning of the show, all of his celebrity friends, and he's going, "Look at this fucking asshole, Ronnie. He's got friends who are cool." Yeah, he, he is a control freak, and he does not like when you have... This is like the equivalent of like a husband who keeps his wife just locked in the house. Yes. Like, doesn't let her go do anything, doesn't let her have friends, you know? And you're like, what is wrong with you? Like, it's it's, it's a real jealousy. sick thing. And then yeah. for him to... 
for him to like masquerade as this guy who's done so much self-improvement it's like you might be even worse than you were back then this next clip i'm going to play for you is a sign of howard's real insecurity i'm not a psychiatrist i'm not his psychiatrist and i can see what he's projecting here but you wait wait till he gets out there full time we'll see yeah, you we'll think see. it's special event because he's only visiting. Special yeah. event, Ronnie, is now going to yeah. be every day, Ronnie, and, <laughs> and get real old real quick and annoying. Okay. Howard's saying that his friends won't be his friends anymore once he's off the show and out in Vegas. This is why Howard signed a contract through the age of 71, because he also was concerned that if he's not on the radio, if he doesn't have the Howard Stern show, Ellen DeGeneres ain't answering his calls anymore. Yeah, well, well be, they, they sure fair. won't. Ellen DeGeneres ain't doing much anymore. <laughs> okay, maybe that was a bad example. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Whatever celebrity that he hangs out with, George Clooney and, and his wife. I can't grasp not being happy for somebody. Like, I, I just I know, don't. I know. And, and by the way, I'm a bitter, angry, insecure guy. <laughs> I've met you. But I know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I still can, I, I still have the capacity to be happy for people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody's like, hey, you know, Roy Submersh, thanks for 30 years. I'm going to go retire now, and I'm going to go, like, live. I've got a nice house, and I'm going to be living outside of Vegas, and I've got everything all set up. i got these friends. I would be like, wow, man, you know, it's inconvenient for us, but that's good for you, man. Like, that's – I would – again, I would feel good knowing that somebody worked for me for 30 years and made such a good living for themselves that they could just go chill. I'd be like, that's – Wow, I'm I'm glad that the thing we built could also benefit some people, and and that you did well. Great, that's great, man. Like, not just be like, yeah, you know, your friends won't love you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Also, Howard's like take on it is the wrong take because it's unrelatable. He kept going. What are you gonna do after you retire? And you're just out in Vegas. What are you gonna do? Like, hang out in the pool all day? What do you think you're gonna do with yourself? It's like, Howard, people retire and live a more relaxed lifestyle. This is actually what people aspire to do. And Howard's going, what, what kind of dumb person? And then he starts ragging on for not having hobbies. Meanwhile, all he does is rip on him for his hobbies, which are collecting NASCAR toys and driving around in cars and shit. He's, he's hanging out with NASCAR guys and, and going to the racetrack. And Howard's going, what the fuck are you going to do with your life? And Ronnie, because he can't fight back, obviously. He has to like, just take it. He's like, well, Howard, I, I do have friends and I enjoy things outside of driving you around. It's, it's probably going to be fine. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Wow, what a loser. Ronnie really sounds like such a loser. Is He has activities and friends and a social circle. What a piece of shit. Oh, so one of the things about this show now, and I'm sure you guys picked up on it from listening to like even just Monday's episode, is the whole format is based around tattling. So it's certain people's jobs, like Jason Kaplan and probably a couple other guys, to just get dirt on other staff members, relay that to Howard, and then Howard confronts them about it. Except for... That used to work when they were all in the office together and people would like notice things that were happening, but now they're just like self-reporting things that are happening and it doesn't work. So Ronnie's in the process of moving. So he's getting rid of stuff and he's packing stuff up and Howard tries to call him on throwing out these toy cars that he has. I heard all his little toys and his toy cars and a lot of his oh, shit he threw out. No, I didn't throw the, no, not no, I threw a lot of shit out, but I didn't throw. I heard you threw out out. toy cars. No, I didn't. I threw out a lot of paper stuff, like mm. old uh, race, you know, tickets to the racetracks and stuff like that. Wow, fascinating content, guys. This is mind numbing. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, this is, 
this is mind-numbingly bad. Like, it's bad. if it wasn't for him coasting on what he did in the '90s, like, if you listen, if you were a new person, like, let's say, let's say you woke up from a coma, right? You went in the coma in 1997, and you woke up now, and you go, "Oh, Howard Stern, let me put it on." You would go, "What is this? This can't possibly be Howard Stern." It's just a bunch of, you know, it's like going to going in the morning to a McDonald's where the old people go to get their senior coffees and just listening to them babble, overhearing them. That's what this is. It's funny you say yeah. that. My buddy Drew Lane did morning radio forever. Now he's doing a podcast, so we started getting into Howard Stern, but he never listened to him before. And it's funny because he actually appreciates the show more than like I would or you guys would because you know how good it used to be when Artie Lang was on there and when they actually had a good guest and it was interesting. So he's going, that's a pretty good radio show. I was like, well, it's not even close to what it used to be. Yeah, and it, and this whole snitching thing, this format, yeah. it, going back to my point that I was saying earlier, it worked when they were in the K-Rock building and they yes. were going to scores every weekend. And it like, you know, it used to be like, oh, you know, hey, uh, you know, John's wife's mad at him because he was a finger and a stripper at scores. You can go, all right, hey, now we got a juicy story. Let's get into this. Like spousing, spouses fighting over a fucking stripper. Okay, now we got a story. And now it's like, uh, I heard uh, Ronnie was throwing out toy cars. Ooh. And you're like, that's it? That's the big scoop? Oh, yeah. No, the shit that they used to have on people, even stuttering John was entertaining. That's how good the stuff was. And now here's another example of tattling. So Ronnie's getting rid of his porn collection. And I guess one of the guys reported back that he mispronounced a word in the title of one of these pornos. Listen to the pacing of this, too. It's so slow. Oh, Ronnie, um, when Ronnie was going through his porns, the title of the Gina Lynn porno he couldn't uh, pronounce. So he oh, had really? trouble what with that. It? Go ahead, Ronnie. Tell everyone. What was it? I don't remember. D-E-R-R-I-E-R-E. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm turning a corner. I'm actually enjoying this now. <laughs> You're enjoying that? Now I'm enjoying the show again. I, 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 ironically, I mean, it's not because they're good, but now I'm now I'm ironically enjoying the show because that was he gave him nothing. Why? Well, well, I don't know. <laughs> so he didn't pronounce derriere correctly, and the guys are like, "Oh, Howard, you got to ask Ryan to pronounce derriere." It's so hilarious, even if he mispronounced it. I don't know if that's great show content. Then two and a half hours later, they do another Ronnie segment. They go back to Ronnie again. And this really sums up what the format of the show is. They're literally calling each other and going, hey, Ronnie, anything new in your life this week? And Ronnie, who wants airtime, says, actually, yeah. No, what I was going to say is I know we were talking to Ronnie earlier about how upset I am and that he's moving to Vegas. But he told the guy, because they call him regularly. So, Ronnie, what are you up to? He said he, he told that Jason or one of them that he, this is a quote, he pumped out he pumped one out real hard with Stephanie Thursday night and it was intense. And what I said that to the mean? guys, exactly. I said to the guys, what does that mean? And I was wondering if Ronnie could just tell me what that means. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? They have a whole staff of people, writers on the show. And what they do is call up Ronnie and say, what have you been up to? This is the laziest show on the radio. It's like Jimmy Fallon, you know, when like the producers pre ask questions to the guests. Yes. Yes. So why don't you why don't you tell me that story? What what happened to you when you were in New Hampshire? You're like <laughs> well, this, this is what he does, and honestly, it, it, it's bad. But to me, it's more sad. And I'm gonna tell you something right now, Carl. Was Stuttering John the glue that was holding this show together? <laughs> 
He thinks so. <laughs> he would tell you that's certainly the case. <laughs> we really need to start a campaign of people that just start gassing his head up and really, really convincing him oh, that that's that good the idea. show's been downhood. <laughs> but I look, going back to this Ronnie thing, when he gives him nothing on that porno thing, yeah. I can't get over how I, I'm still giggling about this because he literally goes, yeah, he couldn't, uh, that Gina Lynn porno, he couldn't pronounce the name of Ronnie. What was that, that thing? And he's just like, well, I don't know. Like, it literally reminds me of, imagine if two guys are doing who's on first, and the guy's like, who's on first? No, who's on first? No, 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 who? He's a Chinaman. He's on first. Yeah. Like, right away in the middle of it, and you're like, oh, well, we were supposed to milk this for a couple minutes. You just, no, 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 it's a Chinese guy. His name's who? Well, oh. since you brought All that right. up, I have another example of this where I'm giving Ronnie a little bit of credit because he's just calling Howard out on his bullshit because Howard will say stuff that's so hypocritical and we all know that Howard gets a ton of vacation, uses a ton of vacation, and he tries to call out Ronnie's. Ronnie's like, yeah, I've spent a couple of weeks out in Vegas before. I like it. You know, I think I'll get used to it. And I was like, how is that even possible? When did you spend a couple of weeks in Vegas? Well, first of all, you drove me. I, I never got a couple of weeks off. What are you talking about? You never got a couple The most I ever off. got was two weeks. Even Ronnie's laughing at him. What are you talking about? We've never had a couple of weeks off. What do you mean? That's all we do. We just had two weeks off. And then and then Howard and then Howard corrects him by going, "All right, the most I ever had was two weeks off." That's a couple, you <laughs> that's asshole. It, that's it. That's literally the <laughs> definition of a couple. Ding ding ding. Now Ronnie it's... didn't say a few weeks off. <laughs> all right, I want to talk more about how they're trying to relive their glory days and recreate things that happened on the show. They have George Decay on, and George Decay is the official show announcer. This goes back to the Artie Lang years, and, and Artie and George used to make some magical radio together. So one of the things that they would goof on George for was the way he pronounced certain words. So he's doing a bumper and using those words in the bumper. This is so poorly written and dumb. Hi, this is George Takei. Uh, please excuse me for a moment while I ring my husband. Oh, Brad. Bring me my awa and wakamole before I unleash a tsunami of anger at you. What would I do without my bradder? This is the Howard Stern Show. Would anyone Ouch. think that's funny? No, I, th I think it was uh, more funny when George Takei would come on the show and uh, do that thing where he was a homosexual sexual predator. <laughs> yes! Uh, <laughs> who 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 frightened people? <laughs> yes, you know, wasn't he like for his birthday they brought in strippers and he was like grabbing all the guys' cocks and stuff? It's like, dude, you're 73 years old. What are you doing? I remember him telling some story on the show too that ended up like coming back to bite him at one point. Yes, he talked about when he was very some underage young. or I, something. Yeah. yeah, I think when he was underage, he had sex with like a camp counselor or something. He was giggling about it. They're like, yeah, that's actually not cool. Uh, that's actually a problem. Yeah, yeah, you were molested. Actually, that was a that's a crime. <laughs> yeah, maybe and that's that not... camp counselor was Les Moonves. <laughs> oh, and also, uh... by the way, by the way, way to shatter stereotypes. <laughs> I know, <laughs> not helping your cause there. Yeah. Right, here's another bumper from George Takei because he's got to tell everybody that it's important to get vaccinated. This is George Takei to remind you to please get vaccinated. Trust me, there is nothing better than a good injection. Right, Brad? <laughs> this is the Howard Stern Show. Get it, guys? Because oh, gay. gay sex. Yeah. Because gay sex. Yeah. I got it. That's really funny. In 1993... <laughs> 
<laughs> did they did they play that George Takai promo before or after Howard just talked about his friend who got both shots and then died? <laughs> that would be after. And then they also talked about Bill Maher in that segment earlier, too. So it's like, yeah, that's great. Oh. Really got me confident. Well, I have a perfect example of their thinking is flawed. I want you to listen to what they say here and explain to me how this makes any fucking sense. The idiots in this country who, you know, you know, we got half a country full of idiots. They're not going to take the vaccine. And then this um, they got a new variant now that just broke out in England. It started in India. India. It's so strong that the uh, vaccine doesn't hold up against it. People are dying all over again. So they're going to fuck up everything for us. I know. Um, we'll never get rid of it and we'll never get out of this because yep. they got to they gotta have their rights. That's how I feel about this show. Oh, Robin. <laughs> They're ne- these, these idiots are never going to stop and we're never going to get out of it because they have to have their show. So have the half of people in the United States. Yeah who haven't gotten the COVID vax are responsible for the Indian UK variant. Well, Am I getting this right? It's even dumber than that. They say everyone's got to get vaccinated because the vaccine doesn't even work against these new variants that are going to kill everybody. Well, then, yeah, wait, exa- why am I getting vaccinated then? It seems hopeless. It's an old man worried about the virus. It's, it's this old man talking about, I don't want to go outside because the virus might get me. I'm like, man, you used to be like the edgiest guy on the fucking planet, you know? Oh, yeah. But Howard's also that guy that we 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 were talking about a year ago when this shit started with COVID. He's one of those guys that has no skin in the game as far as going out. He he hated going out. He doesn't like touching people. He's a germaphobe. He's an agoraphobe. Like, he's not, like, remember when everybody, there was a bunch of, like, introverted weirdos with, like, anime girl uh profile pictures like when this first started they're like i'm fine with never going out again so let's lock down and it's let's never have jobs and it's like look i understand your life is devoid of anything fun but i like going out i live in florida yeah here's proof that the therapy is really working for howard he's one of those people that relies on others to entertain him like he can't entertain himself all that well. That's why he was going crazy during quarantine. I was thriving. I'm like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Time to myself with no one bothering me. I can't stand when people visit me. Howard, you're broken. You're broken as a person if you were thriving under quarantine. But listen to him. Listen to how what a sociopath he is. Yes. He doesn't want Ronnie to leave. He wants he wants these people yep. in his life, but he doesn't want him around him. He just he just wants to know that they're loyal to him, but he doesn't actually want to interact with them. It's like the Patrice O'Neill thing when he was years ago when he was talking about. It, he's like, you know, my wife and my daughter, man, I love them so much. He's like, and I want them like around, but like away from me. What's <laughs> his whole thing? He's like, I want them home, you know, and I'm safe, and you know, I, I enjoy having them around, but just like away from me, like go do something. <laughs> Howard Stern is a funny Patrice O'Neill joke. You're right. That's what he's turned into in his old age. All right, so George Takei's on there because it's Pride Month, and he's going to give us a history lesson. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy Pride Month and uh, give your listeners a gay history lesson on on why we celebrate. (laughs) So they have Takei on there, and I don't even, I didn't realize that June was significant because of some riot or something that happened. I don't even know pretty sure it happened in 1969 seems to be the right year for something like that to happen and what nice. they what, yeah, right so what they do is 
They have this thing where celebrities knock on Howard's door. They play this knocking sound effect. So as George Takei is going through this history lesson, Mitch McConnell shows up. That was the night of the Stonewall riots. A gay bar in... Hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's a knock on my door. Howard. Oh, it's Mitch McConnell. Hey, Mitch. This is Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell here. Now, hold on a second. Well, George, I demand equal time. Pretty good impression, huh, guys? Really fucking nailed it. What is he? He's turned into, like, Rachel Maddow. Like, what is this? It's very weird. And and I also got to point out, I love the fact that, all right, George Takai's, like, whole gimmick, right? George Takai on the Howard Stern Show is a microcosm for what has happened to the LGBTQ plus 2478 uh, community. Because, they, you know, I've always, we, we always talk about this on ROTC, but it's like a couple years ago, gay people were sort of like counterculture and like kind of cool. Remember like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Sure. And it was like, oh yeah, everybody's got that cool gay friend that'll help you get styling. And, you know, oh, I love hanging out with my gay pals. There's always chicks around. Like every, They had this cool little party counterculture thing. Now they've pushed it so far into the mainstream that they're, A, not allowed to be criticized anymore, so you can't joke with them. But they're also mainstream, so they're not like this fringe, cool counterculture thing anymore. So there's nothing to milk anymore. They used to have Takai on so they could be like, wow, hey, hey uh, George, are you doing uh, any uh, gay sex there? <laughs> you know, and he'd be like, yeah, Howard, I like gay sex in my bottle. I use my anus as a sex organ, Howard. And they go, whoa, this is crazy. And nowadays it's like, yeah, he's a gay guy. Who cares? Like you guys ruined it by making it so mainstream. That's actually a very good point because you're right. They did bring on George Takei in the beginning because it was sensational. Whoa, yeah, it was like, you whoa, a, gay a, guy. Wrestling on a Sunday morning and then you touch his penis and then it goes in your mouth? What? Oh, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> and nowadays you're like, that's great. And I accept that lifestyle and I'm proud of you guys. And to celebrate, I'm putting penises in my mouth every day in June because that's that's, exactly. this is very important. I also have pride in what you do. You know, if Howard had a son, he'd be like, in honor of George Takei, uh, my son is becoming trans, and we're going to cut his penis off and give it to you, George. That would be a great bit. Uh, Suttering John segment's coming up in a minute, all right, Mersh? Let's not get out ahead of ourselves here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now what they're trying to recreate here with Mitch McConnell, because I am a Stern fan, I I know of all the, the big bits that they had in segments. Back in the day, George Takei was very naive. He didn't understand how the show worked. He came on the show... And fake Arnold Schwarzenegger called in at the time when real Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. George Takei thought he was debating the real Arnold Schwarzenegger and started debating actual policy with the guy. And everyone was in on it except for George. And it was one of the funnier organic things that happened on the show. So now what they're doing is they have fake Mitch McConnell calling in, or I should say Mitch McDickless, because that's always funnier. (sighs) Mitch McConnell calls in, and they get into a fake debate, but they actually have Dummy going through specific policy with the guy. In in 2013, uh, you voted against a bill that expands background checks uh, for guns. You voted against... Oh, George. You're such a snowflake. If I pissed uh, on you, you'd probably Now in California, melt, they are allowing AR-15s uh, as irregular weapons. Good, gentlemen. Weapons. Hey, gentlemen, I'm going to ask you something. So this is scripted. This is so bad. And, and it's not even like nobody is actually like sounding like they're in an argument. Right. Like I've done enough voiceover work to know like when you do a take and then you go, 
yeah, let's do that again because like we read it right, but we're just we don't sound like we're arguing. We need we need a little more yelling. They're just polite and you can tell very clearly that these were recorded in two different rooms <laughs> oh, yeah. not only were they recorded at two different times but like whoever recorded the second line of dialogue didn't listen to the first guys so like you can't like if you're gonna do dialogue and you're gonna record in different booths then you need to listen to how the first person who laid down the track sounded and react to that as best you can so it sounds organic. This is two guys, yeah, but, two different rooms, just reading stuff. Yeah, but Mersh, where would they have the time to do that? I mean, how would they possibly find the time to do this correctly? They're Carl, out- they have 17 studios in the United States <laughs> the size of your house. And a and staff, a staff of 100 staff. people. And, yeah, and a staff that's like it consists of half of Sirius XM. I think they could have pulled it off. They work three days a week, and their segments consist of the guys were telling me you fucked your wife last week. Let's talk about that for an hour. <laughs> I find it hilarious that Howard Stern, the guy that was been shitting on podcasts as their inception, podcasts are so stupid. He has a staff of like 75 people. There's podcasts out there with three people that do better audio quality, yes. funnier yes. shows. They sound better, and they're doing it out of a spare bedroom. And Howard has half a billion dollars at all of this staff, and they sound like absolute amateur hour. And it sounds way better than it did when they first went into quarantine. It, it was a, the standard Zoom call using your uh, laptop microphone. At least it sounds yeah. a little bit better now. There are YouTube shows, like Roy said, that sound way better than Howard Stern's show. By the way, shout out to Adam Goldstein. Yeah, Adam Goldstein. He might be uh, listening to us right now. He's usually hanging out. That's my boy right there. Yeah, you like Adam? I like Adam. He's a, he's a good egg. He's a good egg. Um, so to that point, uh, I'm going to uh, play a, a quick clip for you. Shuli's texting me right now. What is he? What is he telling me? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of podcasts that are funnier than Howard, let's not forget the Shuli show. <laughs> nice work, buddy. Um, God, I still remember that video. Not to get off track, but I still remember the video I covered when I started covering John like a year ago. It was an older video, but it was the one where he was just harassing Shuli. Oh yeah, like, remember some that? hotel and like Shuli was just like. Dude, please leave me alone. Like this is my job. Like he wasn't even being like, oh, "You fucking asshole!" Like like John was trying to make a scene, and Shuli was like, literally at one point in the video, Shuli's just genuinely going, "Hey man, look, like you know what I mean? Like I've never had a problem with you. We've always been cool. Like I'm asking as like a favor. Could you just not fuck my job up right now? Like could you leave me out of this?" Hey, uh, Shuli, comment on this, buddy. <laughs> Carl, Carl can't say anything because of the pending litigation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just unmuted Shuli, who's who's hanging out with oh. us right now. So I thought maybe he'd uh, he'd have a, his own take oh, on I'm that. Oh, I'm unmuted. Yeah, buddy, what's up? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm out on my porch smoking a joint. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. You don't have to come on. I'm just putting you on the spot right now. Uh, comment to what? John being a blowjob. Well, yeah, there was yeah. a video I watched when I was covering John a year ago. It was an old video where he was just like just swarming around you at some hotel and you weren't even making a scene you were like look dude i'm gonna level with you like i still work there like this is not making my look can you not like can you go that was somebody else and he's like oh shuli hey why won't shuli talk to me and it's like in the minute and then like you were like all right i'm just gonna call security this is ridiculous (laughs) yeah well you gotta you gotta understand he was camping out in the alley earlier that day for hours hoping to see any of us from the show to oh. yell something out for <laughs> brilliant content for his podcast and uh 
and nobody came out and no, nobody even knew he was there. That's how that's how much attention was paid to him. Yeah. And I I remember at one point a security guard said there's some guy out there in a Superman outfit, which is speech impediment man. Yeah. And there's some guy with a microphone. And that was John. And, and nobody went out. Nobody paid any attention to it. We all went back to the hotel after the show. We had, you know, stuff to record, things to do, and uh, everybody's hanging out in the lobby. And all of a sudden, he just, he just shows up in his homeless attire and sits next to me and starts filming and recording me. And, that, and the first thought in my head is I'm like, no matter what I do, it's his content, and he can spin it however he wants to. And why am I giving him any fucking play? Because I had a bunch of shit I wanted to say, but... I'm not going to give him I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. So I just tried to walk away and he and what was so lame was the jokes he kept saying were stuff that like he tweeted or other people tweeted. So it wasn't even like he didn't even write anything for this big moment. Like he didn't he brought nothing to the table. And I was just I walked over security and I'm just like, hey, man, this guy's filming me. I'm not looking to be filmed. Can we do something about this? And that was it. He left. The funny part was he's the one that put that video out. It's very embarrassing for him. Yeah, yeah. It, was. <laughs> it was. I remember watching that. I'm getting like, wait, you put this up after this disaster? And again, the whole video was just surely very nicely going, look, man, I don't know what your beef is. Like, I get it, whatever. But like, I still work there. Can you just leave me alone? Like, Justice, I don't. He's you know, harassing you're him. my shit up. <laughs> he's, he's harassing him. He's pretty much breaking the law. And then he posts a video. Oh, look at me with Shuli. Did you get an autograph I mean, too the, while you were there? The the truth is, I wouldn't have gotten in trouble for saying shit to him or talking to him. But what I was going to say to him would have pissed him off, and it would have escalated. So I just decided to be a bigger man and walk away and and not give him the satisfaction. Well, I'll tell you what, Julie. Let's stop being the bigger man starting right now. What would you get? What were you going to say to Stuttering John? I was just gonna tell him like if you paid if you focused as much on marriage and family as you do about a job you left forty years ago, maybe you'd still have marriage and a family. Ouch. Ouch. Wow! <laughs> Shots fired, everybody. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Shuli's a, a a loser. <laughs> yeah, you know. Listen, I've been doing stand up twenty years. I've been heckled for twenty years. Like, there's no staircase for me. I'll jump four steps and I'll rip your heart out, and it's over. And you're gonna either want to charge me and fight me, or you're never gonna bother me again. So, for me, that was the the decision making process in my head. Does this go down right now, or do I be the bigger man? Well, it turned out to be a hilarious video that we all enjoyed. So uh, I, I guess it's okay that you were the bigger man that time, although it would have been funnier. He wouldn't have posted it. That's the thing. If you had said that, he wouldn't have posted uh, right. that. Right. And that, and that for me, it's like, well, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. He would have he would have edited it to just be like berating you. Oh, yeah. I got over on Julie yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Julie, thank you, buddy, for coming on. People, check out the Julie Show, patreon.com slash Julie Show or the Julie Show? Uh, Patreon.com slash The Shuley Show. The Shuley Show. And I will see and you. Yeah. if I may say, Carl, the yeah. Miserable Men podcast yes. is up and running. And it's been going great. And we're doing that live on Monday nights on Patreon. First hour on YouTube free. Second hour on Patreon. The gang's all back together. Brent and Mike, uh, last episode ended in uh, threatening each other with physical violence. So it should be a good, uh, good run. <laughs> Very good. They can, they're only more miserable now. So 
<laughs> Definitely worth checking hey, out. Loving the show. Keep up the great work, everybody. Thank you, buddy. I will see you in Vegas in a couple of weeks. Looking forward to it. Yeah, dog. Bring the cocaine. I mean, bring the kids. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the laughter. How about that? All right. Sounds All right, good. Buddy. See ya. Where where were we? Oh, we were talking about how yeah, there is, is, is uh, tangent there. No, it's, it's not your fault. We were talking about how the uh, audio isn't great, and he's not even as good as most podcasters and YouTubers that we enjoy. And here is a couple of clips that go together. The first one is what I call Alzheimer's Howie. Now he's talking about these shows and movies that he likes and these Marvel shows, and he has to be reminded that he's even seen it or liked it. Did you see that movie New Mutants? No, but that Howard, sounds like something. that one. It's the it's an X Men movie. How would you watch no. that? You said you loved it. Which one was that? New Mutants, New Mutants on Mutant. HBO Max. Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, you yeah. like that? I like that. I like that. Ugh. Do I like that, Jason? Insufferable to me. <laughs> Jason, did I like that? <laughs> this is something a cokehead oh asks people. Do have I met you? Do I like this movie? Am I yeah, here like right now? Not even just a cokehead, a cokehead with also a bad drinking problem. Right after that uh, clip that we just heard, uh, Jason tries to talk, and his connection's amazing. Do I like that, Jason? insufferable to me. And I, again, I was surprised. <laughs> That's the Howard Stern show on Sirius that you just heard. Oh, wait, that wasn't Discord? That wasn't Discord. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's pretty bad. All right, real quick, I we got to get out of this segment, but... First, I have to hit on our boy Benji. So they're talking about Benji and his dating habits on dating sites. And then the next day, the emails are coming in and the caller is talking about Benji. And somebody brings up that Benji is a right-wing kook. You guys are focusing on Benji's looks, which are horrible. But his main issue is his awful personality. He's a whiny, weird, annoying right-wing kook. I didn't know Benji was such a right-wing kook, but this guy might be onto something. Yeah. Yeah. I think Benji was, like, even, like, voting for Trump. If I, I don't I know think if I have was, that. Uh, he was sympathetic. Yeah. He liked him. Do I have that right, Benji? I don't want to put that out there. Marry you with the wrong brush, yeah. Yeah, I mean, God forbid I taint your image. All right, you guys hear that? He's a right-wing kook. He might have even voted for Trump. Wow. He should be in jail. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. That's a war crime. What, what are they? How is he even on the staff still? This this is a direct result. If you watch, if you listen and watch Howard from the beginning to now, this is a direct result of Howard. Look, Howard was mega famous on the radio. Nobody can ever deny that, right? Yeah. But since day one, Howard has always wanted to be mainstream Hollywood guy. Oh, yeah. He's always wanted to be you know on a tv show on a game show on you know whatever that ripoff of american idol was that he was on he always wanted to be that so he figured if i keep playing the game look everybody hates trump now for example right wingers oh man i want to i want to i want to hang out with my friend i want to hang out with ellen listen to old bruce springsteen albums that's that's what he wants so i don't even believe that howard even hates trump or right-wing kooks or anything right. to the extent that he does i think that's still him trying to play the game that's still him trying to get the george clooney's in the studios so he could you know ask him like oh george clooney you have sex with broads yeah i know howard i know the same interview tactic <laughs> years. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I hope, george clooney has sex with women i hope that's true man i hope because the way he gets into this and he's been anti-trump for a long time and it's it's gotten like pretty crazy 
but let's hear Benji's explanation. But Did- yeah, before you hit, before you play, I just yeah. want to add to what Roy said too. The reason Howard also kind of dislikes Trump is because Trump's like pretty much remained the same dude. Like, yeah. and Howard's turned into this like, like Howard got super rich. But even when Trump was rich, Trump was always just kind of like, yeah, I like, yeah, I like pussy. And I like to, you know, I like to party. And like, like Trump was just as cool as fuck when he'd go on Howard's show. Trump still has people that like, I think Trump has a higher percentage of people that still like him versus Howard. I think that bothers Howard because Howard's just a neurotic old man now. And, you know, Trump's the one still running around calling Rosie O'Donnell fat. So it's like <laughs> Trump's been more consistent than Howard Stern is. That, and and, and Howard, ran for public, Howard ran for public office and he lost. Trump ran and he won. And I mean, I think a lot of Howard's stuff is also fueled by jealousy. Well, Howard didn't mm-hmm. lose. He wouldn't show his tax returns. So he dropped out. Yeah, neither did Trump, and he won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll bet you right point. now you can find 20 clips of, of Howard Stern from a year ago going, yeah, why won't he show his tax returns? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. You know he said that. <laughs> so this is, let's give Benji a chance to explain how he could possibly be such a right-wing kook that he might consider voting for Trump. Didn't you vote for Trump? Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think times. he'd be a, a real jerk, but... Uh, a real um, jerk. Yeah, he, he he did a lot of asinine things, but policy-wise, mm. overall, I think he's better for the country than Biden. Okay. What a kook! What a crazy thing to say! Yeah, Benji sounds like a fucking lunatic. How does he still have a job over there? <laughs> ben, Benji, Benji likes low taxes. What a real piece of shit this guy yeah. is. You he know what? If I worked there, I'd be I'd be reporting it to HR. I'd be like, I feel unsafe with Benji <laughs> Blanc in the building. <laughs> Uh, let's w- one more thing on this because they're talking about Wolfie's mom, who also voted for Trump, and Wolfie's mom is an anti-vaxxer. She Wait, who the get... fuck is Wolfie? Who's oh. Wolfie now? What is this? Who's this? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So Wolfie's the guy who pretty much took over Shuli's job. Wolfie's the correspondent who talks to most of the whack packers now. Oh, cool. He, oh, you he... mean all the all the funny whack packers that don't have funny nicknames anymore? Oh, you don't like uh, the slow adult and the conqueror? Yeah, the Gary the conqueror. Like, no, I'm sorry. It's always going to be Gary the retard. Don't fucking stop it. Stop you it. You don't like king of the POCs now? No? You're not a big fan? <laughs> that's, oh. that's <laughs> Please don't tell me that's his real name. No. Oh, no. He's <laughs> so great. Uh, no, so they, uh, they're talking about Wolfie's mother. And, you know, these people are so crazy. They think that there was voter fraud. And, uh, and Howard says this. Even though every court in the land threw out all their evidence. Okay. And they like still 200? haven't. They've been counting for how many months now and they haven't found anything? Well, they did. They found one guy who was dead who voted, but it turned out he voted for Trump. <laughs> they, they found that. That's really true. That, that, you know. And they're still you know going. So Howard honestly believes there was no voter fraud at all there was one dead person who voted for someone and that one dead person voted for trump and he truly believes he goes that's true i don't know where he's getting his news sources from but that can't possibly be true dead people vote in every election all the time well he might believe that uh carl but um he might also just be jewish (laughs) what does that have to do with anything (laughs) Uh, anything else? Any other observations you guys had on uh, the Howard Stern show? Just what happened? Yeah, that's that's it. This this was this was rough. I mean, 
like this is boring. And look, man, I talk about a guy. I probably not the person who hates stuttering John the most, but I'm top three in this in this chat right now, right? Sure, yeah. And, and I'll put it to you that way. I don't like him either. But at least John is so terrible that it's funny. Howard is just boring. It's it's boring to listen to. I, I would rather listen to, you know, news updates in the morning than than whatever this is. I will say there were moments when I was laughing. Because I'm a huge fan, and there were moments I was listening to the show, and I'm like, oh, I remember why I liked Howard. He can be interesting and compelling. It's just so few and far between now, and you have to listen to these long segments of Gary drinks scotch, and Ronnie has sex with his wife, and they watch porn together. And you're like, okay, we've done this. We've done this so many times now. To see to see how far he's fallen, and like Roy said, like, like John is so bad, he at least goes back to being funny. Yeah. And like that's that that's what kills me. He's like, all right, like Trump, uh, Trump, Howard would be funny if he was like, you know, occasionally so drunk he was spitting up all over himself, or like he had a cockroach run across his console. Like that would be fun, <laughs> but there's not even that going on. Yeah, How Howard stealing his neighbor's Wi-Fi to do his show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. Yeah, because my friend next door he lets me use the thing sometimes. Hoo-hoo, Robin, my oven isn't working. Hoo-hoo. I yeah, wanted to have uh, I wanted to have Home Depot deliver a new oven, but it's too gross in here. <laughs> yeah, hey Robin, I uh, forgot to pay my gas bill for six months. <laughs> <laughs> they should swap. I would love to see those two swap show formats. That'd be amazing. It's an eighties movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we deep fake video that? Uh, we're on it. I think that's a good idea. Okay, uh, it's time for cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This is a cringe of the week. Came in from Adam Thoreau. It's a show called Queer Splaining with Kelly Wright. They're talking about Ace Ventura. You guys remember the movie Ace Ventura? Oh, that was with a uh, funny man Jim Carrey, right? That's the, that's the one. Now you yeah, might it's remember movie where the guy talks with his butt. Oh, <laughs> that's that's great so funny. Yeah. Great people scene. normally talk with their mouths. Great scene. Great scene. So you guys might remember how politically incorrect this movie is. At the very end. They find out the female is actually the guy who missed the field goal. Binkle is Einhorn. That Dan Marino was the holder for. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but in uh, 2021, that's pretty transphobic what they were doing on that movie. And they explained this. And heads up, what you're about to hear is pretty graphically transphobic. The Miami police surround them and he goes through this elaborate and quite graphic and awful essentially strip search tries to pull off the wig it's obviously hair rips open the blouse the boobs are real makes a joke about how easy it is to get breast augmentation done and then you know pulls off the skirt and then spins her around and then everybody sees the the tucked package and you know, the implication being that she's essentially, or Dave essentially made out with everybody in the police department. Everyone's spitting. It's called a joke. It's a comedy movie, and that was like a joke that they had in the movie. But apparently, this is actually causing real damage to society. At best, this, this it's embarrassing. Are doing now? Yeah, yeah, listen, listen people, to this. Are, people are digging up old, net, old uh, <laughs> yes. NBC shows that are rerunning on Netflix and being like, Wow, guys, like, this is why Seinfeld is pretty problematic. Yeah. Like, oh, what? yeah. This is what people are doing. Listen, Jesus. Listen to this follow up. At best, it's embarrassing to the people involved. At worst, it's a shocking betrayal, a malevolent disguise used to trick unwitting men. 
And I truly believe there's a through line from scenes like that to the murder of trans women that we see today. There you go, guys. Ace Ventura is responsible. He has more blood on his hands from the movie Ace Ventura. Creepiest detective coming up. The only person that Jim Carrey killed was somebody with an STD, and that was by mistake. So this, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The scene where they're, which, by the way, I will admit is very funny when they're all like washing their mouths and chewing gum. It's hilarious. I will admit that scene still holds up. That scene's still very funny. He has the plunger on his face. Yeah. (laughs) So you're telling me that the the, the 44% suicide rate is all on eight. Ace Ventura's shoulder? <laughs> not all of it, but a lot of it. Uh, most of it. Most of it. Most, most of it. No, they're, they're not even saying they're not even saying the suicide rate. They're talking about trans violence, which yes. means it's responsible for people who don't tell guys before they go home with them that they have a dick, and then they discover the dick, and then they fly into a fucking white hot rage. Or Whoa. you're or like that the... movie that I saw with that funny man in the butt talking. Oh, I'm gonna kill oh. you. Yeah, that's like, that's like saying Revenge of the Nerds is responsible for current day rape. <laughs> I think they would say that. <laughs> well, it might be because I have worn a Darth Vader costume to trick a girl into fucking me. Works every but time. Like, and it, but it's also like, like maybe it's not that so much as maybe the fact that trans people, by and large, do have. Um, um, this is not. I'm not saying Uh-oh. anything wrong here. Uh-oh, here we go. But. but no, I'm saying that there are a lot of trans people that work in um, high-risk industries and in high-risk lifestyles because by their own admission, they are ostracized and they're sort of a fringe part of society. So they 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 kind of gravitate to the fringe and there's a lot of trans sex workers and there's a lot of tra- – like that, 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 that kind of stuff is all a factor. It's more of a factor than fucking Ace Ventura. Mersh, I'm, I'm going to refer you to a show called Queer Splaining with Kelly Wright. I think that person will be able to set you free of this hatred I'm, and bigotry I'm that you are experiencing. I'm bookmarking this show. <laughs> Please do. I am, I am doing a deep dive on this show. Wait, is that the clip you just played where the guy sounds like he's crying? Yes, that was Queer Splaining. Oh my God. Holy shit, Queer Splaining. Uh, Carrie Wright thinks it's real weird that these bios are always supposed to be written in third person. Hi, my name is Callie. My pronouns are they, them. I'm a non-binary trans person, freelance audio producer, super okay roller derby player, and coffee <laughs> lover. I think it sucks that so many queer and trans stories aren't told by or for queer or trans folks themselves. So that's what this show's about. Boring. What a, re- what a long roundabout way of saying I'm gay. And look, here's Callie. Here's here's they them. If you want to see what they look like, Ugh, why do they always make that face? They always. I just. It's the same person. Well, that dude's kind of hot. <clears throat> why does every trans person look like Drake Bell? But and, no. all, and also have their fucking criminal record. They all look like they're in a ska band. <laughs> <laughs> they're the bass player of less than Jake. Every single one of them. It looks like he looks like he plays the triangle from Mumford and Sons. And Carl, let me correct you. It's less than Jane now. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. All right, guys. Let's get into it. Good game. 
right. Let's let's talk about what's going on with our friend Stuttering John Melendez. Uh, it's my always my favorite. My favorite thing to talk about with Carl is John. It'll it always <laughs> it'll always be a fun topic to talk about with John. He, he's Carl. now he because you know he he was always like, oh, why are you guys bothering me? We stopped talking about him, and Mike could attest to this. He's been in our show every single day in the chat room, going like, oh, these losers, oh, you losers don't want to talk about me anymore. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah, John, really? Oh John, John, <laughs> oh yeah, John misses us, man. John misses us. <laughs> He's yeah. in our chat room every single day, and it's him. Because we're about fake one. I, but he was in there. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going live at, at a 4 p.m. Pacific time after these losers in our chat room." The plug and stupid show, and we ignore him because that hurts him more. I will say, guys, that there are people who are able to hack his account, and it's possible that's not John. But either way, it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the even better is, I think the best time that ever happened on ROTC, Royce, was remember when Adam22 came into our chat? Yes. From from No Jumper. The, the official No Jumper YouTube account. Adam22 was in our chat one day like, Oh, hey, what's up? Just checking out the show. And I was like, beat it, rapist. Get the fuck out of here. And everybody was like, that was really Adam 22. And I'm like, I don't give a Whatever. shit. Fuck him. That was your Opie moment. <laughs> Hanging up on uh, Reese Witherspoon or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, all right, let's get into some uh, clips from our buddy Stuttering John. I'm sure you guys have listened to, or watched all the episodes this week, so you already know all about what he's talking about. I don't miss them. Are you kidding me? <laughs> all right. This is John doing some math for us. I like when he does math. I think it's good. I mean, it's amazing. Three out of ten Republicans still think that Trump is going to be uh, put back in as president. I mean, that three out of ten. If you hit three out of ten in baseball, you're a Hall of Famer. Three out of ten. It's almost half. A Republican okay. still think Donald Trump actually Trump's almost be... a third, but okay. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking the same thing. Thirty percent is almost a third. It's not almost yeah. half. It's not even close. Yeah. It's that's not some, even. That's some Scott Steiner math. <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> a Republican still think Donald Trump is going to be uh, somehow magically put back in office. I'm Hold telling on, you, give me a country. Second. Give me a second. Juan, Juan has to reset his router. His kids are playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah i hang on hang on no this is how he does it he goes hang on i gotta reset the router and then he pounds on the wall of his apartment <laughs> turn it back on <laughs> just talking to my tech crew over here yeah so sorry my producer no, he's not he's the guy his wi-fi you're stealing i'm telling you this country is going to hell in a yeah, you know, uh, you know. In a what? In a what, John? Hell in a what, John? You fucking retard! <laughs> he didn't know the saying. <laughs> he got real flustered with that one. Wait, what was he trying to say? I could. Hell in a hand basket. Hand basket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a go to hell in a hand foot hamburger. <laughs> going to hell in a backpack or whatever they say. <laughs> whatever it is. I love when the trolls who have been trolling him quite a bit recently because he's losing his mods and they're not moderating as much as they used to. So he's been talking about buying a new car. We all know about this saga. Yeah. John is just flush with cash. He's going to go buy a, a new car with cash. He was looking at the Miata and Yabba Dabba Dolt asked him. Stop you. I got to stop you real quick, Carl. Yeah, go ahead. He, he is really looking to buy a fucking Mazda Miata? Yes. Can you imagine? Yeah, but am I, 
hang on. Down the street in a convertible Miata? (laughs) Dude, hang on. It might be the MX-5 trim, which is way more badass. Oh, oh my God. I'm sorry. I'll mute myself. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> so, so this is Yabba Dabba Dolt asking him about the Miata. I am, I, uh, oh, Yabba Dabba Dolt. Uh, <sighs> thanks for the two bucks. Did I buy the Miata? No, I did not. Too small. All right. So that was, he, he was claustrophobic in the Miata. You know, the, the sports car made for girls. So now out. I'm looking at maybe like, I don't know, maybe a McLaren or something. <laughs> so no, listen to what he had to buy. I've decided between the McLaren and a PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> you guys won't believe this. You know, you won't believe this. He went and looked at, uh, what was it? The Ford Mustang. He was looking at Tesla, Tesla's Dodge Chargers. He was looking at like these muscle cars and these right, sports right. cars. But then he oh, also and I said, bet they're all pre-owned too, right? I bet they're all certified pre-owned. Well, then he also goes, <laughs> I might just get a Toyota Corolla. Those are reliable cars. They keep their value. Like, wait, what? None of this by makes the, sense. By the, by the way, when you're shopping for that kind of like wildly variating cars, yes. that means you are shopping for a pre-owned automobile. Right. It doesn't make like you're just you're showing up to the lot and seeing what they got. Like well, what else? Yeah, got? when you're when you're getting a new car and you're in that bracket, you go, No, I'm definitely getting a BMW. I've just right now I went and I looked and I don't know, the SUVs are kinda cool, but I really like that M four. You don't go like oh, I could get a Toyota Corolla or a Mazda or I looked at an Acura the other day. I like the Genesis. Well, you know, I just found out that uh, Saturn doesn't make cars anymore. <laughs> I was going to get a really good Saturn, but they don't do the warranty work anymore. Well, it's so funny. So he goes, uh, someone in his chat room suggested a Tesla. You know, he's like, uh, Scotty Fuckfuck said I should check out Teslas. He goes, but the problem with those is that you have to charge them every 300 miles. Like, <laughs> no shit. It's an electric car. That's how that works. So John now tells Yabba Dabba Dolt what he purchased. I, I instead um, am buying a Tesla actually bought a tesla uh and uh i'm looking forward to having it it gets delivered straight to my freaking door <laughs> which is by carmax than... i know yeah we know, a car. <laughs> I know i know how carmax works and he's getting a used he's getting a fucking used tesla is what he's getting then am I, which am is I... like the worst thing remember you know when you buy a fucking refurbished phone but nowadays you can't take the batteries out, so there's not even a fresh battery in it. Yeah. So you're getting you're getting a fucking battery that's already been charged and used so many times that it's just he's getting a he's getting a refurbished phone equivalent of a car. I can't wait till he gets caught running an extension cord into his neighbor's house to charge it. <laughs> oh my god, Royce! Why is my power bill three grand? Royce, thank you for saying that because. I pointed out when he was talking about Tesla's, like he lives in an apartment complex. There's no way there's a charging station in the parking lot. He doesn't have a garage. So thankfully, one of the trolls in the chat room asked him about this. I'm going to bring on, uh, uh, do they allow car charging at your car- condo? Thank you for the two bucks, yabba dabba adult. Yes, they do. Anyway. <laughs> no, they don't. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? So somebody asked him, do they allow for you to charge your car at your apartment complex? Yeah, yes, they do. I bet he was thinking like, oh, shit. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. He's already he, trying to call them back. Or he doesn't realize panically. what's involved. <laughs> right. I, I, just... don't, I, don't, I, don't, I forgot. I changed my mind on the Tesla. Uh, the Tesla showed up. It was very dented. <laughs> and, it was, <laughs> and it was white. I don't like white. <laughs> I can just use I can the take- car lighter to charge the car, right? 
<laughs> Isn't there an adapter? <laughs> it's like it's like that meme where the person plugs the surge protector into the surge protector. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> and they're like, oh, I, I created a perpetual energy machine. So I don't know if you guys know this, but John's been bragging about how much money he has and he's buying AMC stock and he's got all this stuff going on. Oh my God, he's not buying AMC stock <laughs> oh, right now. Dude, somebody... Oh my God, he's <laughs> listen, not. <laughs> listen, listen to this verse. Someone asked him if he sold his stock, and he's like, "I bought it at nine. Now it's at thirty. I'm crushing the oh. stock market." Listen to this, uh, Officer Banfield. Yes, I am still. Uh, I'm still uh, holding my AMC stock. So if you need, uh, yeah. So if you want any stock tips, yeah, you uh... want stock tips for me? I got. Uh, Diamond hits. Dude, John, sell the <laughs> stock. It's artificially inflated. What are you waiting for? It's like I'm, I'm holding on to it. It's gonna it's gonna yeah. keep going higher. Movie theaters are the oh. thing of the future. <laughs> you're, 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 you're trying to trick me. I, I got I got diamond hands. Sell it. He likes the stock because much like his popularity, it's artificially inflated. <laughs> <laughs> it is troll stock. You're right. This stock is like just trolls buying it and propping it up. Yeah, they, they, everybody, the, the fans have been telling me about this dog coin. I, I, I bought a lot of dog coins. He's, he's really fucking retard. Holy he's really shit, diversifying man. his portfolio. Listen, if John says he's buying something, that is a fucking sell signal. I'm just letting <laughs> no you guys shit. know. I just love that he's holding on to it. He's bragging about how much it's, it's raising value. Like, John, get the fuck out, buddy. What, anyway, so now he's talking about Patreon. And he appreciates all the support he's getting on Patreon. And he wants to tell us what he's doing with his Patreon money. I really do appreciate that we have more Patreon people because that money is going to – I am going to end up flying my ass to Washington, D.C. and interviewing these freaking lunatics. So I just got to get – so I'm glad that everybody is – you know, I'm, I'm getting more and more of those patrons because that money will go to causes just like that. All right, so real quick – I don't understand. He was begging for super chats on the 10th because the 11th is when YouTube pays out. So he's back to doing that again. He's talking about Wait, Patreon the money. the day before? Yes. He's like, you Jesus. guys know it pays out on the 11th, so if you can get those super chats in today. And then he's talking about Patreon money so he can fly to Washington, D.C. But at the same time, he said, I, I bought a Tesla with cash. It can't be all of these things. It can't be. Wait, Wait he does, I just, he does, I just he does, realized something. To make this it public, is... I'm looking at his, his Patreon. He doesn't make how many patrons he has public. No, he does not. Wait, He's a little embarrassed. Can, can I can I um ask a question? Because mm -hmm. I'm having a realization now. <laughs> yeah. So John knows that YouTube pays out. By the way, John, you're a fucking idiot. YouTube pays out on the 21st, not the 11th. Uh, so he's he's. He thinks that they. Let's say they paid out on the 11th. Okay. He thinks that YouTube tallies from the 10th to the 10th every month? Is that what he thinks? <laughs> Apparently, They yes. pay out later because they're still calculating the entire month prior, and that takes a week or so. Wow, I hate John. Oh, my God. I'm looking at his Patreon. I mean, so the thing is, it doesn't tell you how many patrons he has, but, you, but it does show you, like, how many likes or comments he has on his post. Oh, there you like, go. His, his June 6th post has six likes. <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> Killing it. Oh, my God. God, I'm gonna. I might sign up for his twenty dollar tier because, uh, all right, my friend, you get everything on this one. A shout out, a personal phone call, an extra episode of Beer on the Balcony, a signed T-shirt after three months, a Zoom meeting with you and I, fifteen minute Zoom setting with you and four of your friends. 
Am I your friend, Royce? Can I be your friend for this one? <laughs> I can I tell you because this is the best part. I will dole out twenty dollars. Do you know that? And I will dole out twenty dollars. So he has to call me. Yeah, Vinny did the same thing. My buddy Vinny Paulino was uh, a twenty dollar Patreon supporter for three months, and he got a phone call from him. A very oh drunken phone call, by the way. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> my attorney here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, that, I think that's like drunk. one of those. That's one of those Mike David moves too. I know Mike David's done that before, where he's. I think he did that to Josh Denny years ago. He signed up for his hundred dollar <laughs> tier, and nobody had ever signed. He had like one patron that was like five bucks, That's and hilarious. then he had like a hundred dollar tier. So he signed up for the hundred dollar tier, and it was like you can help me write bits, and you can help me produce my show. And he hated Mike David, but Mike <laughs> David signed up for the hundred dollar tier, and then was like. Hey, so when do we get to brainstorm for the next show? <laughs> since I'm basically your boss now. That's a good troll. That is funny. And he returned the money to Josh Denny's credit. He was like, no, fuck you, dude. He was broke at the time, and he was still like, I'm not doing this. John ain't doing that. <laughs> well, Royce, I will support you in whatever you want to do. So you let me know. Yes, I'm gonna, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out after the show. I'll figure this out. So his idea, talk. guys, let's get back to what his big idea is. He thinks he's going to go to Washington, D.C., and he wants to interview Republicans the way he used to interview celebrities for the Howard Stern show. Now, what he doesn't realize is that he doesn't, A, have press credentials, so he can't actually get into an actual press conference to ask people questions. So he's going to try to confront them while they're walking around the street, and they will, what Shuley did, ignore him and walk away. That's what this show will be, him yelling stuff at Republicans and them walking away from him. I don't know that's going to be a great format. Not, not only does he not have press credentials, he doesn't have anybody writing for him like he did before. <laughs> hey, hey, Jackie, what should I ask Mitch McConnell? <laughs> yeah, no, no, like you can't reach out to Jackie. I mean, he's not doing much. Hey, Fred, I, I got Ted Cruz standing next to me. What, what should I ask him? You know, to Jackie's credit, he probably doesn't even talk to John because Jackie he ended, up, he ended up being really smart with his money and like... To his credit, I saw Jackie recently on some podcast, and he looks pretty good. Like, he just looks like he's – I think he quit drinking, too, or yes. whatever, and he's, like, actually really healthy now. Yeah. And he just seems like a nice dude, and it's like, wow, he got out of the Howard Stern machine alive. He's one of the few. You ready for a crazy name drop right now? I was talking to Chrissy Mayer. Mm, drop! And she had Jackie on her show. And uh, yeah, he's like, he's just a happy-go-lucky, nice guy. He doesn't drink anymore. He wants nothing to do with stuttering John. They do not talk at all anymore. Makes perfect sense. I don't blame him. Like, <laughs> yeah, no I mean, shit. You watch five minutes of John. Show, like, why would anybody talk to him? John gets asked the question, and it's one that I've asked many times because the whole point of the show is to defeat Trumpism. He's trying to win the hearts and minds of the voters because we can't allow someone like trump to get elected into president ever again and the way he does that is by talking to like-minded people for like-minded people non-stop so someone asked him would you ever have a republican on someone who has different political beliefs than you and maybe you guys could debate things or have a conversation and this is john's response joseph corson would i ever have a republican on to argue against Sure, I've asked Scotty Pace a billion times, but he's too afraid. The only person he knows who has right-leaning views in the world is Scott DePace from Howard TV. And Scott doesn't want to do it. So I don't know what else to do. What else can I possibly do, guys? I tried. 
Well, you have to be careful with John because I don't know if I told you this, Carl, but uh, one of, and this is 100% true. Merch could attest to this. <clears throat> one of our videos where we I clipped it where we were talking about John, some big YouTuber did come to, to his defense, and I swear to you this is true. Okay. The official Smash Mouth account on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my God, saw, that's right. I saw your guy's video on that. That was fucking hilarious. The official Smash Mouth account was like, hey, John's really funny. He prank called Trump once. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Smash Mouth is the person that's standing for you? Oh, my God. What a weird, like, I, I'd rather have the guy from the Mighty Mighty Ballstones. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's get into the spicy political talk he has. As a guest, Major Richard Ojeda. Which is oh, shocking. it's not Hal Sparks this time. Well, it's funny you say that. Since you said that, I'll play you. Um, he was only able to get one guest on his show, so he did a shorter show on uh, Tuesday. You know, and unfortunately, I tried to book a guest after you today, and I and everybody's busy. Hal's spending time with his son, and Andrew Lawford couldn't do it. Uh, Lincoln's Bible couldn't do it. So I'm just going to end the show early today, and then and then. And then have a, uh, and then go back to the two hour shows on Thursday. Everybody's busy. Hail that other guy, and what's his name? So there's, what else can I possibly do? That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, Hal Sparks is uh, disturbing looking. Did you guys hear the big news? He, he actually announced it, I think, on Stuttering John's show that Hal Sparks is running for mayor of Los Angeles. Yeah, but I mean, that's like literally anyone can do that. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like he it's not like he's running for mayor of los angeles and polling at 30 <laughs> percent. you know what i mean first to be fair bubba sparks is polling higher so <laughs> all right i would rather point. have mayor bubba sparks to be honest all right so let's get into the conversation with major ojeda and there this guy by the way this guy's run for public office and stuff he gets fired up and he calls people out and it gets a little nasty here. Fuck you, Kentucky. Fuck every one of you people from Kentucky. You toothless Whoa. inbred motherfuckers that keep voting for these assholes. Fuck you all. <laughs> I, you know what? Wow. I, I got to tell you, Richard, you, you, you're spot on. I love that response. Fuck everyone in Kentucky. And John goes, that's spot on analysis. That's perfect. You nailed it with that one. So here's the fun uh, uh, kicker on this one. Guess where Major Ojeda is from West Virginia and he's calling people in Kentucky toothless hicks seems a bit odd to me so he's just oh he's has an all-out war with an entire state now or? the entire state cool that's which, gonna work out well which I say Royce what about the chicken though can we agree on the chicken what about, what about and the derby what about the, <laughs> the derby the derby's yeah. great the hats everyone loves it it's fun it's festive <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, that's that's literally what the political conversation is on the show is that everyone who thinks differently than them is stupid and john even comes out and says that i can't understand then please tell me this if they're so smart how could they be a republican this is one of my least favorite things that people who are into politics get into is when they think that your political leanings have anything to do with intelligence. Like there's, there's smart people on the left. There's smart people on the right. How do you not know that? You really think that just your leanings that tell you how smart somebody is. He's doing the old Jim Cornette. Cause Jim Cornette's the same way where it's like, Oh man, you know, I, I used to love this wrestler, but I don't like them now because of Jericho might like Trump. And it's like, who gives a shit? Who gives like, a shit? Who, 
cares? Who gives a shit? Like, you know, obviously I lean to the right, obviously, but but my point is, is that so what? I have friends that are on the left. I can be friends with anybody. That this weird, just like, oh, how could you? You're so smart. How could you be a Republican? You're not a genius like me who's gonna get a Tesla where I can't charge it and I can't put my gas bill. Yeah, yeah. You, genius is like stuttering John. He doubles down on how smart he is because he is a Democrat. And look, I'm proud to be a Democrat, but I mean, seriously, Democrats seem to be the smart ones. It, it, I'm sorry. It just, I mean, we're the ones that care about climate change. We're the ones that care about the infrastructure. I mean, we're the ones that care about voters' rights. We're the ones that care about proper gun legislation. Where are the Republicans? Always on the wrong side. And they'll always be in the wrong side of history. Well, I mean, there was Lincoln and freeing the slaves. But yeah, I mean, right. Yeah, the Republicans are always on the wrong side of history. It's like he, it's like he almost doesn't understand that there's nuance to these arguments and there's maybe uh, ideas on both sides that have merit. It's almost like he doesn't understand that. Maybe he's dumb. It all Could you imagine be- if we were doing a show bitching about Obama two years into Trump's presidency? <laughs> right. The black president. He's gone. What are you bitching about? (laughs) So Major Richard Ojeda throws something out there, a reference I've never heard before. Guys, tell me if I just haven't heard this and I've been under a rock because I found this to be hilarious for real. And John doesn't react to it, but I thought it was funny. The union leaders in West Virginia are absolutely as crooked as Gargamel's dick. (laughs) <laughs> That's crooked as Gargamel's dick. Gar- Gar- oh, I'm sorry, Gargamel. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Gargamel from the fucking Smurfs. From the Smurfs. I gotta I'm think sorry. that was Gargamel known for having a crooked dick. Did he watch the wrong Smurfs? I don't know. I don't think they're as crooked as Gargamel's dick. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was alone on this one. I'm going. No, I never. I can honestly say I've never heard of that phrase. I want to start using it, though. <laughs> I'm just afraid someone will call me on it. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, oh, I don't know. I just heard it somewhere. It was funny. <laughs> well, where did you hear it? Uh, stuttering John show. I heard it on the Stuttering John show. <laughs> you have to leave now, sir. <laughs> You're, uh, the light's going out of the back. Your uh, five minutes is off. I'm not going to win the funniest person contest, damn it. All right, last clips I want to play. Because he's talking about Hunter Biden's laptop, which I was surprised he even brought this up. Now, when he does talk about it, he says, we all know that it's fake and it's Russian what? disinformation. I'm sorry. When was the show from? I got to ask. This, from, this past week. A year ago? A couple days oh, ago. this past week. Oh, cool. <laughs> a couple sorry, days ago. I'm a Republican. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny because they both agree that this is disinformation and this is the Daily Mail is making all of this up and there is no laptop. But as you guys know, there are the news that came out where they have the actual screenshots of the text messages between Hunter and his attorney, and Hunter is calling his attorney the N-word. Hunter's, Who hasn't done that, though? Hunter's so funny. though, to be fair. Well, that's what's so funny about this, is that even though they're saying it's fake, John feels the need to defend Hunter Biden. And they're claiming that they have uncovered texts where Hunter Biden is calling his attorney the N-word. But, you know, not with the E-R at the end, but with the oh, A, okay. like, you know, like he's my, you know, like as, you know what I mean? Yeah. Say it, John. So see that's the, the big, see the big thing now. See the line, Bart. <laughs> How fucking funny.
funny is that? He's like, yeah, but you know, it wasn't the hard R, so it's fine. Whatever. He's like, yeah, it's not like he said an er. He said an uh, but he's just saying it over and over again. Like, oh god, John. I love it. I love the level of, of political discourse on this show. So of course, but like, he's yeah. he's so he's a crackhead who likes foot jobs, and and uh, likes the N word. But if if could you imagine if Trump got a foot job from some Chinese woman while smoking crack or or just calling uh, uh, uh calling Roger Stone his uh you know whatever he they would he John would be crucifying him. Well, hold on a second though, because I'll tell you, Mersh, and this is what uh, Major Ojeda said: Hunter is not running for office. We got to leave Hunter alone. In fact, <laughs> in fact, he brings up who he calls. Donnie Dickhead Jr., which is another hilarious nickname. Oh, that's a good good one, dude. That's a pretty good one. Buried that fucking son of a bitch. (laughs) He's never going to recover from that. Don Jr. ETFO'd, bro. He calls out (laughs) Donnie Dickhead Jr. for tweeting about these text exchanges between Hunter and his attorney. Donald Dickhead Jr. is actually calling out Hunter Biden for using the N-word, okay? Mm -hmm. Richard. It has been said by many who have witnessed, including Noel Kastler, mm-hmm. Donald Trump has used the N-word on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. And really? his father, Based? Fred Trump, was at a KKK rally. Uh, and you have Donnie Dickhead Jr. <laughs> who's tweeting out about Hunter Biden. So, so let me, so stuttering John, Honestly, because, you know, QAnon gets a lot of shit in this show. QAnon's fucking retarded, right? But Stuttering John is this. He goes, he goes to these left wing versions of the QAnon sites because, yeah, you know, actually, I have footage of of Don at Bohemian Grove yelling the N word at Sammy Davis Jr. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know why, but the visual of, of him angrily calling a corpse the N-word. Like, like the, the amount of the amount of visceral hatred you'd have to have in your heart to yell at a dead guy and call him the N-word. Yeah, they bring up a lot of things that are, are I mean, from what I know about the world are blatantly false. And they all just repeat it like it's totally known fact. Like, well, you know what Donald Trump did? You know, he did rape and murder that 13-year-old. Well, yeah, yeah. So what the fuck are we even talking about here? Like, wait, what? What happened? I'm I'm not uh, familiar with that news story, I guess. I would feel like that would be bigger news. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I don't we know all remember. This. We all remember a time to kill. You, the people don't know Donald Trump was one of the guys at the beginning of that movie. <laughs> Yeah, they based American History X off of Trump's childhood. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, they, a lot of people don't know that the the Keith Sutherland character is based on Fred Trump, his father. You know the docu series American History X. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's what I have for uh, for stuttering John this week. I do have some Patrick Michael stuff to get into. I don't want to make you guys uh, hang around for that. I feel like you've been very gracious with your time, and I really do appreciate that. Royce and Mersh from uh, Revenge of the Sis, ROTC. Where can people find your YouTube channel? Wait, wait, I got to ask. Are you doing the they're telling us you have to go thing? Because, I mean, I'll stay. I don't oh, if, you'll, if you'll stay, that's amazing. I, I would love oh, to have you guys. You- 
You're telling us you gotta go. Uh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give you an out just now. I was trying to be very professional and polite. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I ain't doing shit. Awesome. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, they, they've got some fascinating guests. He's got Lily Singh coming up next. They've got to bump <laughs> us. No, we're gonna do some Patrick Michael stuff. I wasn't planning on doing this, but he just dropped an episode last night that again addresses myself and Dick Masterson. So. We had Dick on the show last week, and we reviewed the podcast where he really roasted us hard. I mean, it was rough. I, I don't know if that Dick's recovered yet. I don't think he has. I know I'm still hurting. But I got to give props to Adam Thoreau, who put together a song that's been in my head all day today. And all of the lyrics in this song are specifically things that Patty Seacup said in that episode, roasting us. This is a song called Get on the Bus. <laughs> What an open world this podcast clicking is. Get on the bus, Scotty Fuck Fuck. I said, what an open world this podcast clicking is. Get on the bus, you dirty sock. If you want a guy who's riding solo and doing the shit his own way and happens since the first day, get on the fucking bus. Get on the bus. If you guys enjoy what's happening here, stop supporting this dummy. Don't give him money. Get on the fucking bus. Get on the bus. Dick Masterson and Co. Don't be a cat <laughs> These guys got a cool bike just to make friends. Play your show, fuck boys. I hope the best for all of you. Outside of that, go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck each other, actually. Amazing, uh, Adam Thoreau. Well done, my friend. Get Wait, on so the this was like a rant bus. somebody was going on? Yeah, so this guy, Patrick Michael, I'll give you a quick <laughs> That's update. hilarious. I could tell by the way it was being, I'm like, this sounds like somebody was just pissing and moaning on a show, and then somebody turned to that. That was very funny. It was great. So, Patty Seacup. Like, I don't even know the origin, but I was. that's how well done that was, is that I knew the bit. So, well, yeah, so whoever it, made that song tell. is fucking great. I agree. And uh, Patty Seacups, just to give you guys a quick update, most prolific podcaster in the history of podcasting. He's been the host of more podcasts than any other podcaster ever. Each one is worse than the next, and I love him. He is an ongoing bit on the show. Let's get into it. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. All right. Patty Seacuts, after saying he was all done with the briefcase, I am ending this show. It's over. Then he put out an episode where he promoted his other podcast and said, this is it. I'm done. Came back with a new briefcase. Now, why is he back? Now, I guess I'll just start by saying the reason that is isn't because more people are listening. I, I don't care anything about that, and I'm not saying that is the case. How would you know? <laughs> so immediately he's going, you guys think I'm doing this just because I have a bunch of listeners now because Carl and Dick were talking about it. We got all these downloads. That's not the reason. And how do you even know I got more downloads? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> Who told you I did? You wouldn't even know if I did. I've never heard somebody try to reverse psychology me on their on their fucking numbers before. Dude, yeah, maybe nobody watches. I, you know, you can't prove you can't prove people watch my show. That was right out of the gate, too. The first thing what? he says is, "You don't even know if people are listening to the show." Like, well, okay. I also, I like I like your description of him, the guy that's had the most podcasts ever. So basically, Opie, but with a smaller body count. No, 
So this is the difference between him and Opie. Opie has had one podcast, the Opie radio show. This guy has, and I'm not kidding, 60 different podcasts over the years. None of them are connected. You can't find a page, with, well, except for on our Reddit. You can't find a page where they all <laughs> exist. They, they don't cross-promote. They don't cross-reference. He has different names. He's Seamus McKillian and Animal Crosley and Patrick Michael and Patty Brokenskull and Patty Seacups. Like you, it's impossible to find this guy. And then when you find him, it's so exciting because you're like, holy shit, he's doing another podcast. It really is incredible what this guy's up to. It's like uh, it's like the guy I always forget his name. Who's the guy that used to do um, all the voices at night? Phil Hendry. Thank yeah. you. Phil Hendry. 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 So it's like, but it's like, so basically, if Phil Hendry did all those characters, but all on different shows, <laughs> right? The opposite. <laughs> and you're like, this is really hard to follow, <laughs> and I can't even figure out what's going on here. So he comes out and he says. All right. It's not because there's more people listening. And then he says this. More people listen to the episode where I talked about coming on these idiots than they did any time I've mentioned old Roy. You see what I'm saying? So I think there's more to gain by mentioning Rick Masterson. So then he admits that when he made fun of Dick Masterson, he got a lot more people listening. Now, I'm going to let you guys in on something. I am now Coral, Kyle, Carl, and Roy. All four of those names are me. Just so you know. I don't know where Roy came from. But I'm just... trying to keep up. Yeah, I'm writing it down. <laughs> I like Please, it. By the way, some notes. I, I, I am now, for some reason, tempted to now masquerade as a new character named Rick Masterson. <laughs> you should. You should do a show yeah. called The Briefcake Sucks. Just be a b- bizarro Dick Masterson. Yeah, no, I'm Rick Masterson, dude. And good luck suing me. You know what's funny about Rick Masterson is he thinks that women are actually uh, equal to men in every single way. <laughs> He's like, WNBA, yeah, turn it on. <laughs> See, Rick Masterson's the Masterson brother that's actually losing his hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's got the same long hair, but it's way further back. Like right. Just fucking half ball. He's got the skullet going. It's like Gallagher. And he's, uh, yeah, he wears that red. He wears that red leather jacket from the Wedding Singer that the guy had, you know. And he's just out getting chicks. What are you, Jim Norton? Now you're creating characters, hanging out at a Cracker Barrel. Like, what's up? He is doing. All right. So one of the reasons why he's doing the briefcase is he thought he was going to be doing all these other shows that he does, and some of the co-hosts of his other shows have been letting him down. Reinvesting the energy that I use for the briefcase into other projects with other people. And even if that is the case, and we're kind of doing that, I thought it was going to be more. I thought we were going to do more. And I'm talking about Hipstar because him and I were supposed to do what we are doing. A show, you know, we talked about a lot of the things I've mentioned on this show and other things like oh, that. Oh God, I'm sorry. Can but you pause? Yeah, he's hounding H- me. Do you do you know do you know the fucking lore on Hipstar? No, <laughs> please explain this. Hipstar, Hipstar just oh, recently no. showed up out of nowhere and started trolling me in my own Discord. I, I think he's faking. Yeah, he will show up and take the most desperate swipes he possibly can. Roy, Royce. Okay, so. Oh God. <laughs> okay, okay God. so. Got some expertise right. so here. He he used to do a uh, YouTube show with his girlfriend at the time, right? Okay. And it was like this, like kind of quirky sketch comedy, let's call it. Um, and they did this show or whatever, and then they broke up. And uh, so one night, 
this was quite a few, quite a while back. It's when I was still at Royce's, and there was uh, all of a sudden their old Twitter account started going off about the girlfriend. And just saying all this nasty shit about her and how she cheated on him and she's got a nasty pussy and the show is over now and all this, right? Yeah. So I messaged this hip star guy at the time and I go, hey, man, just a heads up. Is your shit hacked or something? Like, dude, you should check your Twitter account. And he's like, nope, that's me, man. Uh, you know, sometimes you got to let the truth be told. And I'm like, okay, so this isn't a bit or anything? Like, you're really just trashing the girl that was half of the show with the Twitter account and like putting your business out there. I'm like, okay, that's a bold strategy. Cotton, okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so then Royce comes up to me like 10 minutes later and he's like, comes to the studio and he goes, bro, are you checking out this thing on Twitter with like the, the mill hip people? And I'm like, no, I said, yeah, I saw it. I just, I messaged him and he goes, are they hacked? I'm like, no, it's him. <laughs> so, then, so then Royce, messages him too and goes like hey what's going on man whatever and so he voice calls royce on like a friday night and royce is like trying to be nice so he picks up and he's like all right hey what's up man and the guy was like doing the whole like yeah man you don't know what she did to me man and, blah, blah, blah. and we're not even friends with this guy well, let me let me, <laughs> let me, let me royce little... is trying to be nice oh royce is back all right good. Let, let me let me add a little extra to that okay uh, because the same reason I also messaged you go, hey, were you hacked? Like the same thing Mike says. I'm like, you know, just letting you know, man, I think you might have been hacked. Like, because the stuff that will be, was being said wasn't like quirky or fun. It was like just, just like putting your business brutal. out there. Yeah. And we didn't know any of this was happening. And then I go, and then he picked up and he was fucking hammered, like hammered. Okay. And I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? You know, because I, I was fine with them. I never had any problems with them. I'm like, so what, what's going on? Like, you know, you're all right. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, she's just a bitch and all this shit. He starts talking shit on her. I'm like, Hey man, and I even said, look, I don't even, I don't care like that. That's your guys' thing. That's your thing. I don't want to know. And I go, look, I'll just. And then he, then he goes to me, goes, should I have posted that? And I'm like, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching Rose yeah. on the phone. By the way, if you have to ask that question, the answer is no. You should yeah. not have. Dude, my favorite part about it, though, was Royce gave him about two minutes of empathy and was like, yeah, man, you know, it's like that's how life is sometimes. But, you know, you got to take the high road because it's just going to make you look bad. And, you know, da, da, da. and then he starts like again with the yeah, yeah, man, it's just, you know, it's like. It hurts so much, man. And, uh, da, da, da. and this is a yeah. Friday night. And then he gets about 20 more seconds of before Royce is like, well, yeah, man. Hey, listen, so keep your head up. Uh, I got to <laughs> jump off here. Yeah. But uh, you should probably delete that stuff. But yeah, man, keep your head up uh, and keep on <laughs> trucking, I guess. And I was fucking dying laughing because I was like, Royce gave him about the same amount of time I would have given him. Like, yeah, man, hey, I get it. But, you know. He goes like, oh, should I have posted that? And I go, what do you think? I'm like, probably not if you, like, want to do a show after this because right. it looks really petty and, you know, you're just like. Dude, want to host a show if you ever want to get pussy again. You should probably take that down. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then he showed his asshole on a stream and oh, uh, he's got quite a history. Yeah. So I'm. Mean, what he did was, I mean, I'm, I'm, my again, like, I don't really. I don't know. I don't know him that well, but I, I mean, I mean, I'm just assuming that he saw that this guy, this, uh, the Patrick guy, this uh, Patrick Michael guy probably was talking about you and then talking about uh, Dick. So he probably wanted to hop on board. Yes. That whole, you know, hype train. Yeah. I don't know. If it's, so this is hipstar Zach. Is that the right hipstar? Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the guy. Okay. So, yeah. Wait, so is this Patrick Michael guy? Cause that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Is he some kind of like nutty right winger? No. Okay. No, he's pretty much apolitical. All right. So uh, what's interesting about this is 
this guy came in and he's like, we're going to take you down. Who are these podcasts? Th- this hipster guy came into our, our um, Discord. We're going to take you down. We're going to take over your Patreon. And I recognize right away, I'm like, oh, this guy's pretending to be against us to get with Patrick Michael because he's obviously going to turn on Patrick Michael. So, oh, I should let you know, too. He used to be a, he was a failed like indie pro wrestler to give you a little bit of a. <laughs> oh, no ins- way. That's awesome. In- yeah. That, to give you some insight into like he's he's his whole gimmick is like, you know, being like a heel and like coming out and yes. like, being like, oh, I want to face you at SummerSlam. And everybody's like, who are you? Yes. He, he they have a show called Hello Apocalypse This or I forget what it's called, but it's Apocalypse something. Yeah, 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 it's a weird name. Anyway, so we reviewed that show last week, and uh, that was his thing. He came down and he goes, "I'm the real heel of the internet. I am the only heel of the internet." Like a heel would say. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, yeah but the problem is, the is that the problem is when Hipstar does this, he always aims too high on his targets. So it's like it's like yeah. an indie. It's like a it's like a like an indie like wrestler like a, a Ring of Honor wrestler showing up to a WWF <laughs> event and being like oh, I challenge the champion and they're like you're not even allowed to be in the building frankly like you're under arrest I know he goes all these people are talking <laughs> shit on the internet and then they're promoting their Patreon they suck it's like dude wait until you get any notoriety you'll be promoting your Patreon I promise you that if you're about monetizing this you're a moron I don't know what to tell you <laughs> all right so now that we understand what going on with Hipstar. This is Patrick Michael explaining that he was supposed but, to be. Oh, sorry. He's supposed to be doing a show with Hipstar, and the show format was going to be goofing on me. But he's hounding me every four days about doing this clip show where we we uh, review the WATP episode. And yet, every time he sends me a message, I'm like, "Okay, man, yeah." Whenever, let me know when you want to record. <laughs> and his next message is, uh, he it's almost as if he's not reading the previous message, which whatever. So this is the most amazing thing about this episode to me. And I know a lot of people in our Discord are excited about other things. He brought up Podcast Sitman. He talks about uh, Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week a lot. The most exciting thing to me is that he wants to do a WATP style show ripping on WATP. And I want that to happen so badly. That would be amazing. Yeah. That's so he wants to do your gimmick, but on your show. So is the name of his show going to be "What is this episode of Who Are These Podcasts"? Because that's very wordy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't seem like it's going to work out real well. And what I thought was so funny about this is that in the previous show, he said the reason why I'm quitting podcasting in the briefcase is because I don't want to be associated with Carl and Dick Masterson. And then he goes on and says but I do want to do a show that's formatted exactly like Carl's and goes on to say this. Go re-listen to how I said that. When I said that I was quitting or that I would quit, listen to how I phrased it. I said, and I quote, if I'm being compared to them, I'm out. And you know who I'm talking about. Everybody I've mentioned, and I have no problem talking about Roy or Ricky Masterson, or oh man, he's dickheads. burying you fucking I I assholes. There's, I know. You know, there's too many of them to keep track of at this point. They're all doing the same content. But the truth is, how would I even know that? Well, what is I don't that good? Co- successful? <laughs> yeah, he goes on to say, but how would I know that? I've never listened to it. It's like they're they're all doing the same content. Well, no, 
Dick came on my show and we goofed on you together. It's I right, whatever. I don't know. If yeah, Dick, Dick and Carl are these these losers are doing the same fucking content. It's the same content. It's called uh, profitable content. I don't, I don't get this weird genre. It's called uh, entertaining. I, I don't know. It's it's this bizarre thing that some podcasters are, are doing. So then he says the reason why he's doing a new briefcase is because he's bored. And why not? It's what the people want. And now I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm not recording at all. So I'll just do this fucking podcast again because you guys are like fish to water. You need it. You need it to survive. So I'll give it to you. You know, you can bring a fish to water, but you can't force him to drink. You know that old saying. Carl, you know, can we take another break only because this guy's energy is so high that it just it's like it's boom, bam, boom. Is he asleep? I need to drink another five-hour energy if I'm going to get through the rest yes, of this. I got to keep up. I just do. I you know I take like two Ambien and stay awake and jerk off and then do my podcast. I didn't realize that the uh, the things you needed to survive and it's great to hear is uh, food, water, shelter, and uh, the the briefcase <laughs> podcast. We need well, it. To be fair, to be fair, he's the money in the bank champ. So leave him alone, Mark. Oh, okay. Well, since you said that, I do want to tell you guys. He's finally figured out a business model. It's taken him a very long time, but I give him credit. Listen to this, and I think this actually might work. But I think what's going to happen here is I'm going to start doing extra long episodes, and I'm just going to go. And whatever happens, happens. But the difference is I'm going to split it into two episodes, and you'll get the first half on iTunes and Spotify, and then you'll get the second half on Patreon, okay? Because if you guys can go and shell out $5 a month for whatever the fuck these idiots are doing, you can certainly support what I'm doing. <laughs> He's got to put me down in his, in his business model. Pitch. What's the music behind him? Is he doing his podcast from a Qbert arcade machine? Like, <laughs> what's he doing? I, well, I, he's using anchor.fm i think it has like just some stock oh i, I do like there. his sales pitch though i mean yeah i guess if you fucking retards could give right. those assholes yeah. money i mean you could give me some money fucking <laughs> did, did you guys notice that when shuli said he's doing the same thing he didn't say and if you're giving fucking carl money you can also give me some money he just said yeah. you guys might like the show we're gonna do it on youtube and then over on patreon so at the end of his episode of this episode of the briefcase for four and a half minutes, you hear this on a loop. If you would like the rest of this episode, please visit patreon.com slash podculture. $3 subscription. It's the best $3 you can spend. Patreon.com slash podculture. Thank you for listening. Oh, pod culture. See, don't get a British woman to do it because I typed in co uh, coaching and I didn't get anything. So well, probably just those, get an those, American to do that. Those ten patrons that he have are really gonna get the the real the real meat of the episode. Well, maybe if you didn't have somebody going go to Patreon, your call press culture in it. Like I don't know, you know, like you know what I mean. Like, hey, prof, go to poor culture. Don't go row around a rero. Like I can't. Hear what the fuck she's saying? Why don't you have an American say it, you fucking retard? Yeah, it was this was this was this fucking podcast made by Guy Ritchie? <laughs> exactly. It's like Jason, this is Jason Statham, and you're listening to the briefcase, mate. And it's like, yeah, uh, lot of lot of pigs. I got a Chinese girl in my trunk. <laughs> so I was listening to Rick Masterson, bruv. 
I'll get this $17,000 to Rick Masters and, and Carl. They're going to kill this Chinese woman. So you guys might think that you're good at this, this podcasting thing. But Patrick Michael knows he's great at roasting us. I hate that people think that this is something that I want to do. Oh, no. I'm great at it. Oh, right? Todd, I'm sorry. Can you pause? Fox? I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you guys know more about him. But he's talking like he's Rambo, and they, they had to go get him out of, like, his cabin in the woods. <laughs> to, like, oh, I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to have to do this. Don't make me kill. I told you I was done podcasting. We just need you for one more. I think he literally America says. America needs you. I think he literally says in this episode, just when I thought I was out, they sucked me back in. Like, I, I have to. This is my duty now. I, I have to go out and roast these guys. People need this content. And I love how humble he is. It's like, you know, because I'm pretty great at this. Oh, like, yeah. Let me tell you something. Like, like, I consider me and Royce to be very good at this. If Royce in my presence ever said, yeah, because I'm pretty great at this, like, I would look at him with such disdain. I would want to <laughs> fucking strangle him for even saying that. Like, who says that out loud? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty great at this. All right. Lie. Let me finish this clip, and then I have another one <laughs> that goes along with that. I'm great at it. Right? Roasting these fuck fucks. I'm great at it. But it also takes more effort than I'm willing to put in. All right, what? so he's, he's not going to keep doing it because it, it takes too much work. But listen, yeah, to that's, why, that's why they call him Patrick the Killer Michael. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is him explaining that he does a comedy show. Of course, oh, it's okay. all jokes here, guys. You know, because I do actual comedy podcasting. I oh, have a very oh, yeah. funny show, right? And I don't. I've I don't never heard somebody Dick Masterson or Carl referred to that as before. You're right. I just am. It's funny that he says, guys. I'm just a funny person, which puts him in the same category as Louis C.K., Mark Norman, Bill Burr, all guys who will come out and tell you how funny they are on a regular yeah. basis. They don't just prove it and let other people say it. They tell you. Richard Pry yeah. I remember Richard Pryor's album called I'm the Funny Guy. <laughs> I remember George Carlin with his album, yeah. I'm the Wittiest Guy You'll Ever See. <laughs> I, I, it really is just like he, he in his mind he just looks at some of these like legends as like peers. Yes, yes, he's actually like, brought for that up for before. guys like us. Yes. Like roasting just comes naturally. <laughs> yes, I know. I like I like how he says it's a lot of work. It's not. This is the easiest thing to do on the planet. <laughs> Merch literally just woke up. <laughs> We're doing it. It's not that no. hard. <laughs> I was I was playing Halo up until five minutes before this started. Are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Fucking pod call. You, Patrick Michael, you fucking asshole. I can't even find my Adderall this morning, and I'm still kidding. <laughs> this, this is him explaining how good he is at what he does. He barely puts any work into it. And I'm I'm half-assing this the whole time. Half-assing all of it. I'm phoning it in. Give me that, money. Yes. Really takes the time is the clips. The video things that I put out on social media. That takes time. So you know what, Patrick, as somebody who's done clips, I'm sorry. Because, I again, no. As somebody who's done clips, it takes five minutes <laughs> to pop. Like, tops. 
to, to be fair, to be fair, Royce, you and I hated doing clips so much. We eventually yeah. just hired well, somebody. Yeah, we, to pay, do we, we pay someone to do it now. <laughs> so it is. It is mundane work. He is complaining yeah, it's about mundane, it, but it's not difficult. And for how many years? How many years did I do it before we could afford to pay somebody? No, yeah. I know. I I did it for a while. Royce did it for a while, and then we were both like, "This is gay. Let's just have them, you know, we'll just <laughs> but, have somebody else do it." But Royce, he's comparing it to actually doing his show. Everything else outside of that doesn't really take any time. I, I do I can, like his philosophy, too, though, of like, hey, you guys that go to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, I want all that money you make at that job, I want you to give me some of that money for something I just told you I put zero effort into. Oh, he's like oh, dumb, doubling down on it. <laughs> this just in. Stephen Wright is sending a cease and desist because he stole his character. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're listening to pod culture. <laughs> You know, it's like guys like me that are just so brilliant. <laughs> See, if Stephen Wright said that, it would be funny, though, because it, it would just be dripping be with sarcasm. <laughs> you know, you just there's no substitute for brilliance and energy. I can record this hour long episode, edit it and have it done for tomorrow. It's nothing. Oof. It's not wow. Whoa. <laughs> I can put out episodes like it's nothing. Bro, teach me your secrets. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's amazing. It sounds like you put so much effort into it. I can't believe it. So then he goes on to talk about how lazy I am. And I think he knows that this triggers me now. I think somebody alerted him to that. I just wish you weren't so lazy. Mm. So disgustingly, sadly, lazy. I think that this was a work. He's like, I don't put any effort into my show, but you're lazy, Carl. He knows that's going to get a rise out of me. And then he says, disgustingly lazy. Like, I've met Carl. He's making it sound like he's just this fat slob covered in bed sores. It's like, oh, I can't even get up. <laughs> well, I also had uh, 100 clips ready for today's show. But whatever. I know, maybe I'm lazy. I guess that's always possible, right? Carl, Carl may be disgusting, and he may be lazy. But what's the, what, and he may be covered in bed sores. Wait, wait, what's the fourth thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got me there. You meet this guy one time, and he's got you all figured out. Uh, this is, uh, Patrick is done with the back and forth here between us and him. When it goes back to the thing of, like, being a part of this uh, back and forth, I'm not into it. I don't need it even. He just put Ooh. out, this is the episode he just put out responding to our response episode, explaining that he doesn't need or want the back and forth. Hmm. Am I the one confused here? No, clearly he's into it. <laughs> I think he's into it. Yeah, I think he's enjoying it. I have good news for you. It turns out his buddy Trey Peacock wants me on the show. No matter uh -huh. how much Trey tries to convince me, Hey, well, maybe down the road, uh, we'll have you get Carl onto the show and you could have a nope, never happening. Why? Uh, Trey doesn't actually For talk what like purpose? that. But... <laughs> yeah, Trey wouldn't be that articulate. But I appreciate it, buddy. Hey, Trey, I appreciate you wanting to get me on the show. Maybe I can come on uh, the Peacock Party podcast if you ever do get, that. Get that little Patrick Michael bump. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just start watching the Patreon. Fill up. <laughs> <laughs> the old Patrick Michael pump. We've been trying to get him on for months. I mean, we just found out who he was two minutes ago. But... <laughs> well, he's not going to do your show. He always tells everyone he's, he'll never do anyone's show. 
Uh, this is him talking about that song that he made. Now, I didn't play the song. He wants me to play that song really badly. It's not a great song. That Hey, good? hey Coral, oh, yeah. the Kyle song or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is him talking about how great it is. And uh, just describing the song is funny. It's such a funny song. Or the Roy song, the Kyle song, a.k.a. Hey Coral. Um, you know, that's nothing. And I also didn't need my fans to make it. Like I said before, I made that shit. It's dumb, easy, funny okay. shit. Okay. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Can Even just explaining what I, it... I apologize. I know that I'm making you pause a lot, but remember, this is new for us. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Like, so this is this is like this for enraging. us. Like, this is like <laughs> it's this is like enraging and fresh. You know all this. This is so fresh for us. It's great. What fans are going to? Because I, I don't. I feel like this gentleman doesn't have a lot of fans, and also. It's not a bad thing to have fans make stuff for you. He's like, all my fans keep sending me stuff, and I'm like, not gonna play it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wolf pack of one. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> he literally said that. He goes, you're not a host of a show if the people who listen to your show are producing things for you. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I totally disagree with that, and I yeah, appreciate. Is he, is he insane, is he dude? Insane? Our, our listeners are funnier than we are. Yes, yeah, of course. Agree. <laughs> And more talented with Photoshop and video editing. Well, so it's like, oh, yeah, no. If you guys want to make stuff, please. He just recently discovered our Discord. And there's a whole channel devoted to him in our Discord. And he sees people, like, pull clips, and they tell me what to listen to. And they're like, oh, Carl, you got to check out this thing. So now he thinks I do no work. I wake up at 1.30, uh, rub something out of my eye, and then I'm like, oh, what does Discord tell me to do come. today? Uh, come. Noon, bro. <laughs> I'm not wiping cum out of my eye. <laughs> Oh, so you leave it there? You leave it there? I don't sleep. It's like a trophy. Look, if a, if a man if a man ever references uh, rubbing something out of his eye and he's vague and you don't take the cum joke, it's a good then point. It's a good point. All right, let's get back to this clip. That uh, let's see how many times Royce tells me to stop through the rest of this clip. I'll stop. I'm gonna shut up. I no, promise. You're, you're fine. Funny shit. Okay. Even just explaining what it is is hilarious. <laughs> It's funny as fuck. All right. If you don't get that that's funny, stop listening to my show now. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> this is, I like this, man. He, now, he's, now he's reverse psychologizing me. No, I don't want to stop listening. You got me. I'm hooked. So this is the thing with Patty Seacups is that he's unironically hilarious, but for none of the reasons that he thinks he's funny. Like people who like WATP and discovered him through that, listen to a show because they find it entertaining. They're not listening to a show to be like, hey, Carl, you got to hear what, what Patty Seacup said. They just enjoy the content because this guy's out of his mind. He said something in this show that made me laugh out loud. And I'm, I'm not listening to Tim Dillon here. I'm listening to Patty Seacups and I'm laughing out loud at this. Because if he reviewed that and you somehow took it as this guy's like a podcast guru, you dumb. You dumb, da dumb, That's dumb. Good. Oh man, tough acting to acting, right? Wait, Shout out what? to that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tough acting to acting, am I right? <laughs> what? Wait, what? what does that even mean? <laughs> a twenty-five-year-old slogan. <laughs> I have no idea. I gotta, but what's that a reference? I gotta to? play Are that again. Let, let me tell you something. You know, if you don't like this, where's the beef? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. Yeah, dumb, da dumb, dumb. Oh, man. Tough acting to acting, right? <laughs> Shout out to that guy. 
Wait, what guy? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why I was laughing. Like, hey, you know hey, you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, Patrick Michael. If you don't like it, it's time to make the donuts. <laughs> That's right. He sounds like someone who's having a stroke. Yeah, but no one else right? is the hot. Oh fuck! It's like talking to a dementia patient who's yes. just trying to wing it because they're scared. If you would have told me today when we're doing this show, hey, we're going to talk about Stern, I'm going to talk about Stuttering John. If you would have told me the most fun I was going to have. <laughs> this really is the highlight for me. I'm so glad we stayed. Yes, guys. <laughs> listening to somebody with sleep paralysis. <laughs> I can't this is, introduce This is him. like talking to somebody who's on Ambien, right? It's just like, yeah, but I guess, you know, tough acting to acting, am I right? <laughs> Shout out to that guy. And you're like, are you on Ambien right now? <laughs> Even Roseanne Barr's like, you're not making any sense. What's wrong with you? This is like something you hear somebody say when they're walking through your garden at night in a bathrobe on a, high on Ambien. And you're like, sir, should I call the police? Holy shit, man. This is amazing. It's great. It's really good. I, I mean, I like I say, go and listen to the whole episode. I'm pulling some clips, but it's all gold. It's all really amazing. Yeah, this guy's ironically brilliant. Yeah. Carl, if you don't like it, you know this is SC Johnson Wax, a family company. <laughs> like, dude, I'm so sick of this Rick Masterson asshole. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, 877 cash now. Am I right, boys? This guy knows what I'm talking about. I'm waiting for him to do a... This guy knows what I'm talking about. He gets it. All right, so oh fuck, this guy Patrick Michael, Patty Seacus, Patty Broker's go, he got tricked into going on shitty song of the week with our buddy Brandon, and what Brandon did was he played music that Patty played drums on that was terrible. I mean, it's not even music; it can't even be classified as music. And he had Patty review his own music, and when people that Patrick Michael knows heard this episode, they felt bad for Brandon. And I've had. People close to me tell me that they've listened to that episode and they were just, they felt bad for that guy. I'm like, well, Meaning what kind you. of person is that? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you don't like my song, only yeah. you can be fired. <laughs> That would be that would be a great way to get around lying, like lying without lying. You'd be like, "Hey, did you listen to my podcast? What'd you think?" Man, I feel bad for that guy, and just hope he assumes it's the guy he's talking about. So he just gets done saying that everyone I know who heard that show thought Brandon was the asshole, and then because he's always contradicting himself, he says this: "Didn't do anything. No one's mentioned it since I've done it. No one. Nobody's sent me a DM. No one's." comment nothing because that's how little it matters so it starts with everyone who heard it thought that brandon came off bad and then and by the way no one's told me anything about it and this is in the same breath i'm, I'm not like pulling this from different shows or anything like that carl is it a good song <laughs> dude it is the worst thing you've ever heard actually brandon do me a favor send me a link to Can the we song yeah i'll, I'll we, pop it on right now because you guys will get a kick out of this uh, I should probably play some Smule stuff too. This guy does karaoke stuff on a website called Smule. He's got over a thousand songs up there, which is, is, is he still up on Smule? Somebody, somebody linked me to Smule and to um, the stuff where he's playing drums in Kevin. 
He's got a band called Kevin. He used to be in, and uh, it sounds like it sounds like if a monkey saw a drum set and you handed it a bone, what it might do with that bone. It's like <laughs> he had no idea wh- how it worked or why you would do it, and then his excuse was, "Well, I took lessons for a year, but it had been four years since then that I had played drums." Which drumming is not one of these things where you forget. How these things are. Right, here's a here's a smule. By the way, when Carl said uh, uh, it's like if you handed a monkey a bone and told it to play the drums, I'm very disappointed in the lack of roots references. But anyway, continue. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, sorry. I'm I'm also disappointed that he didn't say it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> I like that Missy B pointed out. I can't even get my own links. Yes, you're right. I am very lazy. I'm asking everyone else to produce my show for me. <laughs> Checkmate, Carl. <laughs> Oh, hey, I just remembered I was going to kill myself today. <laughs> Now's the time. <laughs> my, 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 my alarm just went off. This is like a Chinese knockoff of Aladdin. Yes. It's like a Chinese knockoff of Michael Jackson. Holy shit. This is real, too. I'm, I'm not making this up. He's got over a thousand songs where he sings just like this on all of them. Like Cartman? Like, oh, good. It sounds to... like when Cartman would make albums. <laughs> Cartman's less pitchy than that. Here's another example. Here's Maroon 5. This is a funny one, too. I think the he's doing a duet, so the girl sings first. Here. Maybe I'm praying on you tonight. I'm done it, you love. Just like animals, animals, right. like here animals. Here comes Patty. Setting the table. Maybe you think that you can hide. <laughs> I can smell yourself for miles. Just like animals, animals, like animals, I like introducing Patty to new people because I feel like I'm like relearning about it for the first time too. It's very he exciting. Rules. He rules. It's the I love it. His, dude, his bro, I oh my god. I sometimes I wish I had the self confidence of some of these people we find. Like where you're like, dude, if I had that kind of self confidence, I would be president of the United States. I everything I put out, I'm embarrassed by to some degree. Seriously, like everything. I'm like, oh god, I could have done that better. This fucking guy is, uploaded... that, is, that, is that what he looks like in the uh, yes. chat? In the... <laughs> yes, that's him. Uh, and and yes, Carl. That's that's why people who hate themselves make good content. <laughs> good point. All right, so you know what I mean. I I hate myself. So does Royce. Royce fucking hates himself too. We all put out some good stuff. Dick Masterson probably hates himself. It's probably why the content's so goddamn good. And then there's a guy like this. It's like I don't know, man. I'm pretty brilliant. <laughs> You're like Jesus. Christ. He just told us how funny he is. Uh, and he, looks now, like someone, he looks like someone that would talk about like a a very little known IPA at a bar for too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is him playing drums in the, the band Kevin with his him with his one buddy playing Great guitar name for a band. Oh, it's the worst. You can't find it anywhere. It's so hard to find. But check this out. Oh, you know what? Before I play it though, I should set this up. So what happened was Brandon had him on the show, and Brandon's thing was. 
All right, I'm just going to pick any random song from the internet. You pick any random song from the internet, and then we'll come on and we'll debate which song is worse. And so he brings a song that's by a professional band that actually was pretty good. And uh, then he's like, okay, your turn, Brandon. And then Brandon starts playing those. Sounds like my band in like high school. That sounds like that, that sounds like the point of view of Casey Anthony's dead kid. <laughs> Dude, that's seriously like what this this is this is honestly taking me back because this this is basically me and my friends when I was like thirteen. Let's say okay, so uh, but now, like thirteen, you're supposed to be in shitty bands and learning what you're bad at. So now here's the big reveal. This band, he was in his late twenties when he was in this band. He's now in his <laughs> mid thirties. Just just so you guys know, because it sounds like it's a, he's like a kid, but he is not yet. Uh, all right, last clip I want to play from this briefcase episode. He has this other show called Do You Party, and on Do You Party, he brings on guests and asks them questions about partying. He'll ask them questions like, "What was your first experience partying?" and "What's the most <laughs> recent time you partied?" Oh. Hang on, uh, I just received word he just actually got a cease and desist from LMFAO. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so this is him talking about Do You Party, and we've made fun of the show because it's really boring and stupid, and he's finally come around on that. You guys know, most of you know, that I host the show Do You Party, and it's a difficult show. It really is. It's a show that I, I've, I'm growing to hate. <laughs> I'm growing to despise it, much like all of you. I don't know what he means. By, <laughs> I don't know what he means by much like all of you. <laughs> Wait a minute, disdain for his audience. He's growing on me now. Yeah, I know. Wait a minute. Pretty good. We maybe we jumped the gun on this kid a little bit. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> so he goes on to explain the reason why he hates Do You Party, and he put on another episode about this that I was listening to this week, where he had this guy Any on his show, and Any is the producer of Your Mom's House with Tom Segura. So he's all excited. He's got this big name guy, Annie on the show. And he comes on, they do over three hours, three and a half hours talking about partying. And he made up all these stories that were bullshit. And then afterwards messaged Patty Seacups and said, can you edit most of that out? And Patrick Michael got very upset about this and went on multiple rants about it. He's not happy. Can, can I just say, Carl, I got to correct you though. It's pretty disrespectful uh -oh. to say your mom's house with Tom Segura. There's two hosts of that show. It's your mom's house with Tom Segura and Theo Vaughn's old fleshlight. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Holy shit. I mean, I mean, it's true, but God. <laughs> Surely to answer your question, but I want to get Christina on the show. I don't think that's going to happen now, but thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the offer. <laughs> I appreciate it. Jesus Christ. Again, when you have when you have us on, I we apologize. No, it's all, it's all mm, good. Sorry. That's guys. I'm exhausted. That's all I had for uh, our friend Patty Seacus. But we should definitely talk more about this. I think you guys would enjoy his content. I'm already loving it. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, this guy is my new favorite human being. <laughs> well, it's funny because. I introduced him to uh, to Dick, and I, he has a st – oh, this is the thing that, that I'm annoyed with. I, so I mentioned that I felt really bad about our Tampa show, that I, I didn't have uh, 
I didn't bring it to that show when we were live. And I realize in retrospect, what I should have done is Patrick Michael has a 20 minute YouTube video of him doing stand up to an empty room. And we had Ryan Long there. We had uh, Danny Polishuk. What I should have done is I should have played his stand up. We could have critiqued his jokes because his jokes are as worse than his podcasting, if that's possible. You know, what would have been funny is if he really did play it to an empty crowd, it would have been great. You could have just projected it on the screen and had the crowd watch it like he's there. <laughs> just have them genuinely react, right? That, seriously, that would have been a hilarious 20 minutes if we had just played. Because if you projected like a, a good stand-up comic doing jokes to nobody on a screen in a theater, yeah, it would still go over with the crowd. Correct. Yes. So it would be funny to watch him bomb with people. God damn it. Hindsight. Am I right, people? Really screwed the pooch on that Well, there'll be more events. All right. Well, guys, this time I am going to uh, sign off with you. And, uh, again, I really appreciate all of the time you spent with with us today. Thank you. And where can people find Revenge of the Sis? Uh, YouTube.com slash Revenge of the Sis. Just check us out there. We do a show every day. Our our Wednesday show is Patreon. If you like us, say go to our Patreon. And he does day wave radio. I do night wave radio. So mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. subs to all of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely go on there and sub. These guys do a daily show. And like they said, they have the Patreon now. I did a show with them on a, a Patreon episode. We talked a lot about Opie. And we talked a lot of, oh, how funny was that? I was watching you guys the other day when you were talking about Opie. And someone's asking him, because, you know, he's just responding to the chat now. Hey, uh, what do you think about Carl from these podcasts? Like, no idea who that is. Never heard of him. Like, why would it just be like, oh, I don't care about that guy. It's fine. He can he can goof on me if he wants. You know, we, we have a lot of pests, whatever. Instead, he's got a fucking lie. And it's like he doesn't know who I am like it's impossible for him to live his life. And anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's just funny. I like that you guys called him out on that. Oh, yeah. And I just want to uh, say, too, I just saw the clip uh, before we go of uh, if you guys get a chance, Gavin McGinnis watching the clip of me on Dick's show and turning progressively redder as he screams and calls me a liar. It's a very funny clip. If you guys get a chance, look that up. Oh, please post that in the uh, Discord. I want to check that out. <laughs> well, I posted the Discord. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash we're not sorry. I believe it's reddit.com slash we're not sorry. And uh, guys, I always love talking to you both. Thanks so much for your time today and for coming on. That was a lot of fun. Thanks yeah, for having you. us, man. Fun. Yes, sir. So please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, be everyone. Fucking thing sucks. Who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Subreddit news. Flat rights. How about?
about WGATP and it's Carl and Andy dryjacking each other to Patty Seacup's delight. Do another Comptown review. That is, in fact, what's up, replies. This post is a little wild. Did you just have a bong hit transplant? Deeply unprincipled shares. This is so good that I'm eking it out in segments. I'm about ready to savor the last hour. A tour de force. Thanks, Patty Seacups. You are the best of us. Turbo 7049 states, This really is peak WATP. Dr. Steve 103 came to say the same. Reality stimulator. All right, Patty sounds like he's going over the edge. Someone get him a ticket to the live show. I want to see Fuck Me or Fight Me play out on stage. Adam95. Patrick used to be all Fuck Me or Fight Me, but now he gave up on fighting. Regarding stuttering John Melendez's album Sugar Tits and the Deciders, DJ Boss Pad posts, John has achieved the rare feat of zero monthly listeners on Spotify. A man who was on the most famous radio show of all time. Deeply unprincipled. Wow. Not one person even accidentally clicked on his album. That's almost impressive. Estes Worldwide complains, I want a redo. My review was cut out because of Casey's shitty internet, so go Vic, I guess. Kroger Fan 1. Casey isn't your puppet. Fuck Vic. Casey's a princess in a tower made of dirt. Hestia's the bestia. Saying she's a princess in a tower of dirt makes her sound way more interesting than she is. Ira Gretlife asks, What show is the quote, No one told me there was gonna be boasting from? It sounds extremely familiar. Downvote Syndrome responds, How the fuck do you not recognize Milhouse's voice? Patty Brokendick points out, Andy's accent isn't regional. That's just how all dweebs talk, regardless of what part of the country they're from. T. Lawler 1. I live in New Jersey, and I was offended to learn that we're taking the blame for this one. No one told me there was going to be boasting. Vic. Hello. Hello. Vic, I don't even know if I wanted your reviews. We have big news to discuss. You are officially off the market. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. He's kind of retarded, but it's cool. Well, that's not a nice thing to say about your new fiance, I would I would think. I mean, uh, I would imagine you're very much in love if you uh, said yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pr- pretty much? <laughs> kind of, sort of? A little bit? Yeah. Uh-huh. You hear all this excitement? It's fantastic. Well, now listen, you're, you're a young woman. You've just started your career in the Navy. Why the need to uh, get hitched? What, what, why, uh, what, what propped this? Uh, it's a military tradition of uh, being able to live off base. Oh, interesting. If you're married, you don't have to live in a shithole dorm room? Yes, correct. So is that the... Re- now, can you say that on an internet show that someone might hear? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> should, I, should I take that out in post? Like, how does that no, work? Fuck it. We have documented love, I'd say. So it'd uh, hold up in court, in court martial. So you're not pregnant, as everyone has assumed. Yeah, correct. I uh, already had an abortion, and I have the uh, pregnancy, anti-pregnancy stick in my arm. Okay. Okay. So you're actually, you're not getting married for love, but you're also not getting married because you're pregnant. Yes. Okay. So uh, Sir Bemrose wants to know, is he pregnant by any chance? Uh, no. Okay, no. Ne- neither of you are pregnant. All right, I just wanted to make sure. Now, how long have you known this fine gentleman? Um, I dated him for a week my sophomore year. <laughs> sophomore year? Oh, so you guys are <laughs> high school sweethearts? No. He he messaged me on Snapchat like a year ago-ish. Okay. And 
I, I posted like a dumb Snapchat that was like, oh, like, I don't have any guys to send my ex ass pictures to, so it all goes to my roommate. And he just re responded like sad. So it was love at first text again. So you reacquainted over Snapchat because he was hitting on you. No, uh, he was making fun of me. Well, I mean, that's how guys hit on girls. You're not wrong. Okay. Just, just so we can, we can clear that up. You dated him for a week when you were like 14 years old. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay. So it was pretty serious then, I would imagine. No, he didn't talk to me because he was like a little retarded. <laughs> and what's changed? Uh, he has muscles now. You'll actually oh. see him uh, fucking on the live show. Very good. So he's going to be your plus one? Yes. Don't commit to that. I won't put a name down until the day before because I don't want you to, you know, just in case. That's something, true. Something were to change. Covering. Okay. Now, does he know about all of your fame uh, being the review girl on the internet? Yeah, he, he does. He does. Uh, he yells, like, send him screenshots of the uh, WTP texts. Is he that, gets a kick out of it. Is that one of the things that attracts him to you, you being so famous? I have no fucking clue. He's okay, okay with it. Okay. Does he want to glom onto this? Does he ever, like, practice reading reviews? Do you guys, like, workshop things to try to work out bits or anything like that? No. He just kind of sits there and smiles. Okay. Does he ever smile talk? No. Okay. All right. Good. You don't want that. That's that's not a good attribute to person. Horrendous, and I just heard it from you. So, is he there with you now? No, no, he's in Virginia. Oh, you guys don't even live near each other. No. Well, what the wait? Is he going to move to Illinois? No, uh, I'm going to get moved around a little bit, and then he he's a marine right now. He gets he's going to get out soon. Carl, this is boring. Why are you talking about this? I'm just fascinated with your lifestyle. It didn't seem like you were the kind of person I thought would be getting engaged anytime soon i'm yeah i'm a little shocked by this whole thing <laughs> this is a deep dive interview that i'm doing right now i've totally switched gears i was laughing with uh, royce and mersh and now we're getting to the bottom of who really is vic what's the essence of our review girl all right do you have any reviews you want to read yeah <laughs> i have three for you all right uh, this one's by ben Brenda with like seven threes. She says worthless in all caps. If you okay. enjoy listening to obnoxious morons spew their worthless opinions, then this is a perfect podcast for you. I Otherwise, agree. don't waste your time on these jerks. I agree. Worthless opinions are fun. Yeah, pretty much. What do you think that was? I think that's a one star review. That's a five star. What? Oh, yeah. Ah, it's nice. I guess the uh, women really do love you. Oh, for once. Uh, this like one's that. by Pat's fan six one seven. Pat? Wait, Pat's fan? Uh, how I found myself. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. That's disgusting. Uh, how I found myself here. My aunt used to get her womb wrecked by a firefighter who would always listen to this podcast. I don't particularly care for Carl, or Carl for that matter, spelled with a C, but it always brings a smile to my face thinking about that guy's monster hog. <laughs> Me too, buddy. Me too. Thank you for that review. I appreciate it. Uh, this last one is Opie's wife's boyfriend, uh, in parentheses, not Bam. <laughs> uh, Casey's so lazy. What's her name? Isn't really holding her duties as a review girl. I had to listen to Vic. who's letting me, letting our country down from Chicago again. Uh, what do you think that was? 
I gotta imagine it's a five star if they're talking about Opie's wife's boyfriend. Yep, they were all five stars. Beautiful. I, I can't believe you did you. that. You did surprise yeah. me. You you like reading the one star reviews, so it must, <laughs> it must be this new love that you found. That you're oh very excited God! About. How long were you dating uh, this guy before he popped the question? Uh, like seven, eight months. We're about to hit our one year in August, but I broke up with him after boot camp for like a month. Okay. Why and that's you, when the cow fiasco happened. Why did you break up with him? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You're about to lie. <laughs> You're about to lie. Don't lie. No, why did no. you break up with him? Let's go. <laughs> he wasn't sending me letters in boot camp, but I was like, fuck men. Pretty much. Wait, he wasn't giving you enough attention? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, so everyone who's uh, on the Patreon has Vic's phone number and she likes attention just so everyone knows did you see this lasting yes. is this gonna are you gonna die being married to this gentleman yeah most likely okay good that's a good attitude to have let's hit some voicemail shall we of course i'm not done interviewing you but i'm gonna hit some voicemails as well carl you fucking boomer you just got destroyed by patty c cups you just got fucking destroyed I'm gonna start calling you. I'm gonna start calling you Carl Broken Throat, because he just <laughs> raped you for 19 fucking minutes straight. <laughs> patty game, patty game, patty game, patty game. Go listen to Growcast. Did he? Was he saying Patty Gang? Yes, I believe he was like a goddamn idiot. Oh, I thought that was funny. He called back again. Patty game, patty game, patty game, bitch. That might catch on. We might, we might have t-shirts made. Uh, this is a funny one. I like it when people get creative with their voicemails. Hey, Carl. I got invited to golf a while back soon, um, and I don't have any clubs. Could I just borrow your legs? This is like club feet. Yeah. Oh, God. A poor man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was so happy to leave that voicemail. He was cracking himself up. The entire time. Patty King is what people are saying. He was saying Patty King. Ah. All right. Fair enough. I like the. You should uh, have a crown of headphones. Yes. That's a smart idea. A crown mm-hmm. made of headphones. Most of them don't work, though. Oh, my God. All right. This person uh, is excited about something we brought back onto the show recently. Yes, Long Wish was back, baby. Been about 50 episodes since I heard that. Long Whistle. Do it again. Yes, baby. Slide Whistle is back, and you are welcome for that. Where was it hiding up your asshole? You had to bring it out for fucking gay month? Gay, gay month. Happy gay month, everybody. From your friends and who are these podcasts. Uh, this is a guy who's goofing on our friend Crippled Jesus. Oh, geez. That seems like it'd be kind of taboo. Hey, Carl. I just noticed uh, my boy uh, CJ, Crippled Jesus, called in and uh, said he had uh, two tickets for Chicago. Congratulations, CJ. He also figured he'd say, yeah, I got two front row tickets. Hey, CJ, where the fuck else were they going to put you in the fucking nosebleeds? Jesus Christ. I'm up here fucking, you know, walking a half mile to get a fucking beer while you're down there fucking looking up Carl's fucking nose hairs, and you're acting like it's because you're a big timer. 
Where else are I going to put you, fucko? All right. Later. Love you guys. See you then. Croge, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Croge. Ugh. <laughs> Did that end well? <laughs> uh, very funny voicemail, though. That, that is true. There is a balcony at this venue, and I was told it is not uh, handicap accessible. So there are certain places you will not see CJ at this show. This next voicemail is a brilliant impression of our friend Casey, who made her triumphant return. Triumphant return. It's pretty bad. Who made her return last week. Hello, Carl. Today I'm going to be auditioning for the part of Casey. <clears throat> I'm going to read a review now. Chelsea by from Ch- Chelsea Yan. Waste of time. I'm not even bothered to this podcast because it's in juvenile entire podcast trash the of other people. And a great podcast. If you have any learning podcast, you could have said that and bring so much energy into low quality podcast. Guess how many stars, Carl? One. And scene. Very well done. I don't know if everybody picked up on it. You probably just thought it sounded like shit, like normal, but that was actually uh, well played. Poor girl. <laughs> Poor girl. Gets back from the fucking asylum. She's get fucking roasted. She's going to go back. Vic, DSL. It's not even a thing. It doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, all right. Let's uh, hear a couple more. Hey, Carl. This is Henry in Cincinnati. This isn't really a uh, voicemail in response to anything in particular, but just uh, just wanted to tell you something from a fan. Uh, when I first started listening to your show, I heard you on the Dick Show. I immediately turned your show off because you you uh, used the soundboard. Bullshit. And coming from the Dick Show and that whole universe, I always heard Maddox on Biggest Problem playing the same four to five baby or boner generic ass sound drops that through that That doesn't make any show. sense, Rick. And it was always the most cringe part of a very cringy uh, person. Lick, lick, lick so, my I just want to say uh, <laughs> I yeah. love the show. It's um, even better than the Dick show week That's to week sometimes. That's fascinating. Please go uh, on. And a big part of that is uh, the use of that soundboard. So I'm trying to suck your dick too hard. Just, uh, just a note. That's right, don't gross. call me back. Bye. Don't say shit for attention. It's not cute. All right. The soundboard is fun. I agree with you, sir. I was right all along. Go figure. Who would have guessed? Don't let it go to your head. Don't let it go to your club foot. Can you believe, Vic, the first 59 episodes of this show, Kevin had total control over the soundboard. I can't believe I let Did him it? get away with it. Yes, he was the one. I listened to all of them. He it was, was one... honestly not the best use. He was one producing the show back then. And I would just sit here on my hands and go, okay, come and do another impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really what happened. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got another call in here. Oh, this, by the way, this is this guy's third call. He left me three voicemails on the same subject. Yo, oh, what's no. up, Carl, you piece of shit? Hey, dog, my bad. You know, for yelling at you in the last message about you and Mike, but I just want to say, man, I'm paying good money for this Patreon, fool. And then, you know what I'm saying? You play Drew and Mike and shit, dog. 
hey, fool, I'm going to let you know right now, nobody wants to hear, like, literally nobody wants to hear that bullshit. Not even Drew and Mike want to hear Drew and Mike. You know what I'm saying? So straight up and down, if you could stop doing that shit, I would greatly appreciate it, man. Just put it out as regular ass episodes. I'll skip over them shit. But don't be putting it out as bonus content because ain't nobody want to hear that fuck shit. All right, man, coming back. There was a lot of voicemails from this one gentleman about how much he dislikes that I put out my appearances on Drew and Mike as uh, bonuses. There are many bonuses. I don't count them towards the two bonuses a month. You don't have to listen to them if you don't like it. It's fine. Well, you know, two bonus episodes a month. He puts good money down. Careful. <laughs> I know. It's a lot. Of, he's putting out some real dough to get all this content. Um, all right. This is the last one I got for you. Uh, hey, Carl. So just wanted to say finally was able to figure out how to listen to the Vanished episode I got after buying merch. By the merch guys, it's a good episode, and the sticker is a super swing on our store. So, um, but good episode. Really don't get why she went after you for that. It was par for the course, and if anything, you went easy on that dumb bitch. I don't know about the second one. I'm not a patron. I'm not fucking gay. Uh, yeah, uh, good job, Carl. You're you're a pretty cool guy. I bet you have a a big old flopper in those uh those little boy shorties. Uh, so we'll take it easy and um, kill yourself. Jesus, whoa. What a range on that call. It went from positive and my big hog and then killing myself. I don't know what to make of that. Uh, it sounds like he wants to cut off your penis and attach it to his own, I'd say. Uh, more projecting from our friend Vic. Mm. So... I will say that was interesting that he said he bought merch to get episode 88. I have not promoted that in a very long time. It's been a couple of years. Uh, get episode 88 by becoming a member of our Patreon for as low as $5 a month. You not only get episode 88, the band episode, but you also get uh, everything else we put out so far to date all at once. So well worth the price of admission. Vic, congratulations on your engagement. Oh, thank you. Very exciting. The WATP family is happy for you, and <laughs> we wish you nothing but uh, love and good luck. Oh, do you have a date set yet? Uh, yeah, December 22nd. December 22nd. Am I invited? Yeah, if you want. I don't care. I'll send you an invitation. Where is it happening? Uh, in Kansas. In Kansas. Okay. Your hometown. Yeah, where my mommy lives. Where your mommy lives. I think she's too like fat to get on a plane, so might as well just go there. Oh, yeah? Your mom's a big woman? Yeah, she's big and Russian. Really? What do you think she weighs? Uh, Like 250, but it's because of her heavy bones, Carl. Post a photo. I want to let's see. I want to see uh, <laughs> Mommy Vic. I will do that. And, oh she's, my God. and she's still married to the Japanese fella? Yes. Is he uh, skinnier uh, than she is? No, she fattened him up because she thought he was cheating with other nurses. Um, so she was like, Victoria, I tell you, I, I fattened him up because yeah, that way he cannot cheat. So she's married to the one fat Japanese person who's ever existed, is what you're telling yes. me. Yes. Well, no, sumo wrestlers, but I think he was a failed. Sumo wrestlers. You bring up a lot of good points right now. You know more about this culture than I do, apparently. <laughs> I am one with the sword. <laughs> Very well done. All right, Vic, thank you. Everybody who's still hanging out, thank you. Uh, this has been going on way too long. And so, as Opie says, I got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye.